Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Here are your hosts. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Hello. Welcome into the podcast, episode 275. I am Jordan. I am your host. I'm Cal. And I'm Warren. Bald. You're bald, dude. You're Produce, bald. Producer Braden is bald now. Did it for the kids. Uh, all right. Well, you look terrible. Did you, like, tell them that while it was happening? Like, screaming <laughs> I'm it. doing this I'm for the children. This is for you. The kids. This is for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you look great. Whatever. Fuck the haters. That's yeah, like Jordan. Jordan's a hater. He is a hater. I'm a hater. It's fine. Because you're just so good looking, I just get jealous. Even Stop when you're bald. It. <laughs> Stop it. I didn't yeah. with you. Keep going. Y'all survived those naders last night? Mm-hmm. You this morning, are. you mean? Ooh, this morning, barely. 5 a.m.? Uh, was. I got the tornado sirens around like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, I got that's, it. Per, that's in the morning. That's kind of nighttime, though. Still. Yeah, but I was on, like, I was in a tornado watch until, or t- yeah, tornado. Which one is the one where you have to hide? Warning. Warning. I was in a warning until 6 a.m. Okay. Yeah, all right. I was in my, I was literally bunkered down in my closet with my dog Boone and he was shaking. Are you actually yeah, in was, your closet? I, I went, yeah, because like I was watching the live feed on the news or like New Albany, Westerville, get ready. Oh, yeah. And like the sirens were just roaring. I Pal was like, got Dang. nothing. We didn't get anything. No siren. Well, nothing. The, we don't have sirens near our apartment either. So yeah. oh, you guys are screwed. I've, we, really? How I've, else are you going to see a massive tornado if it touches down? Yeah, I don't know. I there's mean, I guess we'll just, like, there's, there's nothing we can do anyways. But maybe. also something I learned on the news while I was watching the live coverage is sirens are not necessarily meant for people inside. It's meant for outside. That makes sense. Yeah. But so they're loud like, enough. I mean... Because, yeah, like, are. the like the torrential downpour that I got when I was uh, in, over in New Albany during this time, you couldn't hear the sirens over, like, the downpour. For sure. Even, like... Well, even if you are outside where I'm at, you still can't hear them. Like, I've yeah. been at home on, on a Wednesday at noon and not heard them. I've paid attention on purpose yeah. one day and did not hear them. So, they, I, you know... They, they canceled the... So today's Wednesday... Yeah, and the noon sirens they canceled because of all the activity. They were like, "We're just gonna <laughs> not, <do> false. <laughs> we're just not gonna scare people again. We're just gonna not put these alarms out again." <laughs> so my uh, my hometown of London got yeah, it got hit, got fucked up yesterday. Yeah, no mm. more airport. R.I.P. Airport's like gone. I mean, there's still like the main strip of hangars is still there, but some of the some of the hangars there are just completely gone. There's planes yeah. all over the road Jeez. next to the airport, like. Planes were lifted up off the runway and carried out onto Route 40, Jeez, right next to it. Dude, um, dude when I walked, my parents are okay. Thank you good. for asking. You know, yes, <laughs> yeah. and my little sister, everybody's fine. Dude, when I walked outside to let my dog out, like a couple hours later, the mulch was like torn up. Yeah, yes, <laughs> that's wind. The whole all the mulch, man. It was just the mulch. So up, nothing else, just the mulch. So you had it pretty bad too. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was terrible. There were planes in my living room. <laughs> my mulch was fucked mulch. up. My Crazy. Mulch was fucked there up. was mulch on the sidewalk, and I almost, I almost emailed my HOA like, "Hey, can you like sweep this off your please? HOA or whatever, whatever you call your it. apartment yeah. complex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your leasing manager is that what it is? Whatever. Right, Pat got smacked too. You see, like the plane engine on the runway, like planes got ripped apart and right. Uh, that was from a suspected tornado. Yeah, but what else would have done that, huh? It could have been the news. The is, Hulk. I mean, let's not go pointing fingers here. The news is yet to report like any tornadoes. Or they're all, they, all they've been saying is a, suspe- a suspected tornado just tore a plane <laughs> apart. You would think that 
maybe it's because it was at a military base, right? <laughs> but you would think on a military base, there would be sensors and people watching all the time. Yeah. They would know. I just think the right? suspected. I just think the whole concept of suspected, suspected. tornadoes. Oh, yeah. funny. What else tore our planes into half? Did in you half, see the, huh? one, the one house in, I think it was Grove City. It, like the tornado hit just one house. That's amazing. Like God, That's awesome. God was like, you... <laughs> government. I, it's I the government. didn't hear about oh, that. Yeah. It's the government. Just like, dude, they, have a exploding. they have a weather machine. I'm not... Like, I'm so yeah. convinced. Oh I, oh, I believe... The government have a weather it's machine. Pu- it's Russia. It's Putin. Has a like, and he put it right on right path. He said, I want to hit London, Ohio. Well, what, I yeah. mean, they already hit us last week with the with the cell phone outages. I'm telling you. So now they're hitting... at and though, wasn't it? No, I'm just saying and it's like all... And like T-Mobile. I have Verizon. It's same. all the same thing. It's all the, they're all out to get us, boys. They're all out to get us. Everybody's 5G out to get us. poisons your brain. Us Americans over here. <laughs> Anyways, we survived the naders. So we survived good. them. Good we job, survived. everybody. You know, I always wanted to be a uh, storm chaser growing up. I still yeah. want to be. You could have last night. Yeah. Instead, you hid in the closet. I, I honestly, yeah, true. But like, big pansy. It was also nighttime, so you can't see them. Like, I want to like daytime. I want to be able to see it so I can know where to go. There's right. still light in the the night. Not when there's a tornado coming at you you can't the, see the that. tornado just blocks the whole sky you see they're making a new twister for the twisters most, twist yeah, it's multiple called, it's called twisters. It's twisters it's called twisters yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know how to feel about that i want to like i want to let's pow i'm excited let's build a but let's build a big thing called dorothy and have it swept up by a <laughs> by a tornado they better get, bring back dorothy 2 in the twisters movie Dor- it'd be like dorothy 4 oh yeah because they had a bunch of Dorothy. yeah they the first well first one. one got out spoiler alert the first one gets all messed up in the yeah. first one right and then yeah and then they had to build a second one, and then that one doesn't really work. Then I think they built a third. No, it's just second one works. I think there, it was only two they built. And so I it'll believe. be Dorothy three. Every time I hear wind chimes, I get triggered. Oh man, that <laughs> I that seriously get triggered. Scarred, oh yeah, that Dude. scene with her, like her mom or whatever. Yes. And that yeah, wild shit, man. Like I, it, it could be like sunny and seventy five. If I hear wind chimes, I think tornadoes right away. Unbelievable. It is really weird. Of that ominous, it ominous is, sound. It's yeah. weird what thriller movies work. Like you and they think, do. It's like we're gonna make a. Thriller horror movie. I am about terrified a of my dreams like, because of Freddy Krueger. <laughs> well, that's di- that is scary. Of but I'm saying like dreams. the concept of just like a tornado. How is that scary? Like a, I mean, what? No, that came out <laughs> what? wrong. That's saying that came say, out wrong. What do you How do you mean? make like a, a functioning thriller movie about a tornado? I don't they, know. They did, and they accomplished. Have you seen it. Twister from the nineties? Yeah, yeah, that's how. What do you mean? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying it's weird that it works. I will say one of my most reoccurring nightmares. Bad like, take. You, no, it's a bad cause, take. Because you think like, what's the? Oh, what's the one? There was one about. It came out a few years ago. It was about Hurricane Katrina and how it like put water, like it flooded everything. But then it wasn't about the actual hurricane. It was about a extremely massive crocodile that was hunting people while the hurricane was going on. Like it wasn't about the hurricane itself. Tornadoes are real. You're not getting that's how I'm not explaining. (laughs) That's how it's are you talking about Sharknado? That's a great movie. <laughs> Which one? One, two, three, four, five. Are they in double digits now? They're in. Fi- they're on five or six. I think. I'm going to look that up. All right, get on that. Pro- Such producer an awful, Braden. awful, awful movie, but still good enough to where I would watch it. So bad, it's good. Um, can we talk about hockey? All right, oh, Warren. Fine. Oh, whatever. Debbie Downer over here. I guess. We'll I know talk you don't want to talk about Nader's Katrina. More like, like Hurricane Tortilla. Tortilla. <laughs> Uh, right, yeah, fine. they came out with the sixth Sharknado, the last Sharknado in 2018. Ah, okay. Oh, we're due. I about Jesus, to say, they that's are been that long ago? Six years ago. They're well, overdue. dude, I mean, they came, what was it? The first one came oh. out in 2013, and then they came out, the next ones came out like the fu- a year apart for the next six years. And the quality shows. Wild. They, didn't, they, did, they took less than a year to make all of them. 
<laughs> like it went 2013, 2014, 2015, Right. They like, can so chomp. Why are we all scared of like Sharknado? Chomp. Because uh, the movie. Because it's a freaking yeah. shark tornado. <laughs> oh, got it. Got Dude. It. All right. My my bad. <laughs> all right. The hockey. All right. Hockey. Yeah, we can talk hockey, I guess. Uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, news and notes. Uh, first thing I got on the agenda, boys. Boone Jenner. Uh, he's playing in his 700th game as a Blue Jacket. Uh, obviously, a great milestone. But even so cooler cool. is this is the first player as a Blue Jacket. To skate in 700 games. That'll be tonight versus the New York Rangers. And one of, I don't remember the exact stat, but one of like seven players yeah. that be drafted by the Blue in Jackets general. to play in 700. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Not just in a Blue Jackets uniform, obviously, but yeah. Boone Jenner being the only player in a Blue Jackets sweater to play all 700 games in that sweater is a pretty impressive milestone for this team. Yeah. So all you haters out there trying to trade Boone Jenner, if we trade Boone Jenner, We'll never have possession of the puck. The that, Boone's staying. That rumor was only alive and well when he was not playing. As soon as he came back and started yeah. producing yeah, immediately. I thought, it, I thought it started kind of around the All-Star game, though. But he was still hurt. Yeah, he, that was, he, he was out for the All-Star weeks. game before he came back. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was it was right before the it was right before the oh no he was he went to the All Star game yeah because I'm saying I didn't hear anything about it until All Star weekend there was rumor there's been all kinds of rumors and shit about Boone Jenner people or teams were in, inquiring well, yeah, about there, him there's and all interest these. from teams for but sure but they're not moving him yeah. for anything less than like David Pasternak so yeah. like it's not happening well yeah like mm. the John Davidson in front office no Deal. longer no longer Garmakeka line and thank God uh yeah J D was like. We have no intention to move him. Boone came out, said, I don't want to go anywhere. I right. want to stay here. Uh, regardless, 700 games in one sweater, hell of a milestone for one player. I want to squash, like, real quick, the, the rumors also about there, there's been some stuff on, on just on social media. I've not heard this from anywhere else but social media, which doesn't surprise what? me. But uh, <laughs> saying that Boone Jenner is not, like, has not been a good leader in the locker room. Are you and kidding me? And, and, that kind of, and those kind of things. He's not as vocal as Felino was and all these things, which no. is true. He's not as vocal as Felino was in, in the public eye. Behind the scenes, when I was, when I was talking to some of these guys at, at just the Cannonball recently about, I, I actually asked a few guys, Tarasov, I asked Marchenko, I asked Chinnikov about how Boone is in the locker room straight up and they all they all love him they had nothing yeah. but good things that their faces lit up the entire that locker room loves boone jenner and there's no reason not to love that man as a leader because of he does everything the correct way he works hard oh yeah he's a he's a true professional that that man does not like really show any emotions at any point while he's playing a game because he is a true professional uh, and a I mean, great i mean in in that aspect, you know what I mean. Like, well, yeah, no, he, he doesn't does. get pissed off over small things and, and ruin his game like Elvis has before, shit yeah. like that. What? And I I think that Boone Jenner is one of the better leaders this team has ever had going through that locker room. He's steady. I don't disagree. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like Felino a lot, obviously. But yeah, no, like I think right now Boone's he's in the right spot, the right time. Seven hundred games in one sweater, hell of a fucking accomplishment, and. Yeah, no, I think Boone is a good captain. I don't think he is a super vocal guy like Felino is, but 
there are other ways to lead as a captain, and I think he's doing all those right absolutely. things. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't care. I don't give two craps about what he's doing in front of, like, the fans. It's If he's doing his job in the locker room, on the practice ice, stuff like that, that's that's what I care about. Absolutely. He doesn't need to be in and the he's camera also, being like, I'm a leader, I'm a leader. Yeah, and he's also, he's also the only reason that we ever get possession of a puck. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. You just got to know that CBJ Twitter fans – have elite access. Of course, they all know exactly what's happening at all times, right? Credence? You know, a little insider, too, on this is uh, that that little quick video they did in the shoe with him uh, Mm -hmm. to announce the outdoor game Yeah, with him just kind of standing there. Mm -hmm. He requested to go do that. They weren't going to use him for that. They were going to just kind of do an overshot of the shoe and all that. He requested to go over with them to be a part of that, which is rare for him because... If you know anything about Boone Jenner, he hates doing media. He doesn't. He hates the pre, the the preseason shit, like in training camp when they have to do all the all the the whole day of media day where they have to film yeah. all their shit for the jumbotron and all that and the the games they do and all that shit. It's all done in one day in the preseason. Oh yeah, and he hates it. He hates doing interviews, which is. I think he's really grown from that. He loved the All-Star game that entire all those festivities. He loved being a part of that, and then he requests to go out and be the face of the outdoor game coming up in what, next he, season, right? So, be. yeah, yeah I, I love everything that he's done, including on the ice. Uh, he is producing. He's a good leader, and I would think it's a huge, huge mistake to trade him right now unless it's for something absolutely absurd. Yeah, well, they're and, gonna. Like, and even like on the ice, to what you just said there, Kyle, like he's putting up numbers. The past two, three seasons... He's putting up the numbers that he was like while he's playing. He's been hurt a lot. Well, sure, he has been hurt a lot, but like he's putting up really good numbers, and I'm not displeased with it. Is he a number one center? That's an argument we can have another day. I don't think he is, but he gets us possession of the puck, and he's he's a guy that's going to get you those dirty, greasy goals. And he's you know every time he gets on the ice, he's going to put in the effort, and that's why he's the captain of this team. So 700 games, hell of an accomplishment. Love to hear it from from old Boone. Absolutely, congrats, dude. Uh, so some other news that broke uh, last week. Emil Bimstrom is finally no longer a Columbus Blue Jacket. Thank God. Broke my heart. Uh, he got traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, Emil Bimstrom kind of seemed like one of Yarmo's dudes, like one of Yarmo's guys. And once Yarmo left and vacated this arena in the city, JD and the front office were like, all right, bye, bye, bye. It was almost immediate, wasn't it? It was. It was like a day or two it, after. It, yeah. So the it, it trade, was. it was Emil Bamstrom to Pittsburgh for uh, Alex Nylander, who is Willie yeah. Nylander's brother. Okay. Um, and a sixth-round conditional pick. The condition is if Bamstrom scores six goals in a Pittsburgh uniform, yeah, we get, we get a third-round pick. And yeah. he's only at one right now, right? He scored one in his okay. first game. First game as a so, penguin he scored. He had the last That's my game, guy. he had one shot on goal, nine and a half minutes of ice time. They're not going to let yeah. him get... No. Five more goals. They're, it's not gonna. It's not gonna it's happen. It's not gonna happen. Like, Playing some power play minutes with those guys. He's he's a power play guy. That's what he does. He needs all space. He's gonna get six. Sure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll Whatever you say. I know you're big on old Nylander. Nylander or, uh, though. Bimstrom. That game. There's Brady. a game tonight against New York, yeah. and we played them on Sunday at home. He looked decent. Well, I don't. Yeah, he didn't look out of place. His analytics, know. you know, he was kind of invisible, which is understandable in that aspect. But when he got the puck, I mean. He he didn't make terrible decisions. He was good with the puck. He kept it away from defensemen, and he got it to where it needed to go. So yeah, I wasn't 
you know, I'm a, I was impressed with him for this first game here. And we're one to know since we got him. So, hey, I'm <laughs> just saying. There you go. Uh, I think we found the piece we were missing. <laughs> there we can go. You imagine. About to win tonight against can he, the Rangers. Can we put him in again. net? Can we put <laughs> we him in might net? need to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Nylander, we got him from the Bimstrom trade. Uh, he was a 2016th eighth overall, eighth overall pick, eighth overall by Buffalo. Uh, since then, he's kind of been bounced around the league a little bit. He's played 99 games. He has 14 goals, 20 assists in that time. Um, yeah, to me, I feel like this is kind of more of a scenario where both players probably needed to change the scenery. Bimstrom, we'll see what happens in, in Pittsburgh with him. Um, but I think, uh, you know, the front office is very high on Nylander. They're, they're, they're ready to play him right now. They want him in that lineup. And, uh, you know, I'm curious to see what he can do. Obviously, he's not going to, like, blow our socks off or anything, but I think he could potentially be um, a very reliable guy, you know, second, third, fourth-line guy. Whatever. Hope so. Yeah. Hasn't been in three other teams, so. That is, that, that's the one concerning thing. But, like, I just go back to the fact, you know, he was literally eighth overall. Granted, it was in 2016. Same and, draft as uh, Matthews, PLD, yeah. Line A. Yeah, I believe yep. same draft. Yeah. Um, well, we took PLD. We have we have two of the top. We've had two of the top three in that draft. <laughs> we're just we're just making our way down to the list, Kyle. Oh yeah, making absolutely. As we do, we'll get Matthews before you know it. I'm telling you, yeah. line A for Matthews. <laughs> we'll see. Um, but yeah, no, like so. Yeah, Nylander, Bimstrom's gone, and I listen. I have been the biggest proponent of getting rid of Bimstrom for two three seasons now Bye. and thank the Lord Jesus he is gone yes I mean all right I, I hear you but like it's not gonna like be a, a team changer right well sure it's thank the Lord that. I mean it's I know that, whatever but like it's anytime I saw Bimstrom in the lineup I was just like eh, okay what's he gonna do he's one of the few players that's ever had a hat trick on this team oh. dog okay he had he True. lucked into a hat trick. Great. Yeah, cool. I don't think awesome. he lucked into three goals. He had a brother. natural. Yeah. He had a All natural right. hat trick <laughs> against Nashville like two years, three years ago. He got great. Yeah, that's it. He just got one. Everything else about his career has been mediocre. It's less than mediocre. We're trimming. We're trimming the fat. Yeah, it, that's what needed to happen. This is we just someone just, who's gonna just play. start. Yeah. Just the start of trimming the fat. Bye bye, Boone. I'm burning all my Blue Jackets merchandise. Hey, who? <laughs> because of Bemstrom. <laughs> yeah, understood. Yeah. Who's who's tweeting the game? Uh, nobody, because we're not even watching it. Oh, the game's so. happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> currently. Yeah, just send out a tweet about Matt Rempe fighting. You'll probably be right. It's <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, if he plays tonight, he's can he, he looks see like, out of his left eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. what? The dude's what's his name from the Goonies? Chunk. Uh, yeah, he looks like Chunk. <laughs> oh no, not Chunk. Not the Chunk. The, mo the monster. Hey, looking. you guys. Yeah, yeah, that, he looks like him name. right yeah. now. Anyways, <sighs> all right. News and notes. Moving on. Uh, jackets have had nine sellouts in the last 11 games. Nine sellouts the last 11 games, and, like, not all weekend games. Some of those are, day or like, weekday games. Uh, this seems to be kind of like a consistent thing, kind of leading back to last year where, you know, we ended the season with a shit ton of sellouts when we were dead last and almost dead last in the league, if not last at, you know, flirting with it. Um, what gives? What's going on here? Fan the, the the fifth line boys. Sports town. Now I will say, like the New York game on Sunday, it was forty percent Rangers fans. Yeah. You know, they all left unhappy and had to drive back to their homes in yeah, in Westerville and, and Newark and <laughs> Pataskala. Hey, and I will say I met so I was uh downtown um Saturday. Um I was just drinking with uh my one of my buddies, my neighbor. We were at our bar. 
And I met like 10 New York Rangers fans that were in town for the game from New York. Super nice guys. Like super, they, they traveled in, they got hotels, and uh, we were taking shots together. Great, great group of dudes. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's very interesting to just kind of think about the fact that we're, we're just <laughs> not a very good team. Yeah. Still, no, still figuring things out. It's a sports town, man. We have yeah. a sports town. We have a bunch of fans here that aren't on social media that, uh, and still enjoy going to games. So it, yeah, and we have a sports town here. We have a really good fan base, truly. And even if you look around at like national media that are, you know, national reporters that are talking about the Blue Jackets at times because we're in the... They always mention our fan base. They're in the, yeah, they're, we're yeah. in the news for whatever. They mention the fan base. They mention yeah. how good the fan base is here. <laughs> when Friedman was talking about um, GM prospects coming in after Yarmo got fired, he, yeah. one of the pools Spoiled is the fan, fan. base. Yeah. It's we show, up, we show up for everything because we know what we have here. We know what's here. We yeah. know it's just a, it's a sleeping giant right now with this prospect pool. And I think that that's a, a huge reason as to why we still have fans selling out the arena and also on any like, given night. Yeah, the fan base is also a sleeping giant. Like, uh, like we saw what happened with the Tampa Bay sweep. Oh like my this, god, this city was just Oof. absolutely electric. Just apps, they were all in on the Blue Jackets. And if we could just get a taste of that again, especially with us right now, not in a good position at all this season. We're almost last in the in the Eastern Conference, almost last in the in the whole league. And here we are still selling out games. So this is a this the fan base itself is a sleeping giant. And if this team ever does pop off, this city is just going to fully embrace it and it's gonna be absolutely insanity. And you just I know. I don't know. As a fan, like I love to see the fact that we are selling out these games and in a season that does not matter at all. It's absolutely beautiful. Columbus Fury will get a championship before us. Hey, they've won three straight. Uh-huh. They're Come crushing it right now. now. Come on now. Looking good. I saw that first game, like it was Oh, that a place night, was crazy. It was great, like 9,000 people in there. They yeah. Half the arena. They didn't sell up or bowl tickets for that, but the whole lower bowl was full for that opening night game for the Fury. It's hey. fantastic. Uh, we had a great, I went to that. There was a great time. I mean, every 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 set, the the entire fan base was yeah. engaged there. It was it was a lot of fun. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. fun to watch. Absolutely. Um, all right, so moving on here. So obviously the, the stadium series has officially been announced. The Blue Jackets going to the horseshoe. Uh, next next year for a stadium series versus the Detroit Red Wings. This is kind of like a little fun little 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 segment here. Uh, I want your guys' opinions on who do you think the musical act will be? There's one obvious answer. I think there's an obvious answer too. It's got Tate McRae. <laughs> oh God bless. <laughs> leave the room. I can't dude. leave leave the room. Leave uh, the room. One specific we, Anaheim fan can stay in Anaheim for that. Yeah. <laughs> We know who we want it to be, but it's going to be OAR. You think OAR? <laughs> no, OAR. OAR already did the All Star game. I could low key see. Yeah, so I could low key see Camp doing and it. And also, like Camp would be cool. That would be they're cool. from Columbus. I know, but Camp yeah. like cut cut a tour yeah, short because of mental health and oh, like they're not two, doing that. Two of them are what well, the two original guys are from Clintonville, and they're also like the band Camp. Like they're all Blue Jacks fans. They are. Yeah. Like, well, the what was it when they ended their tour last year in Nationwide in December? I think. Three of them were at the game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They're big Jackass fans. And yeah. Like, also, like, Jackass players. I know, I think, Rick Nash, like, Jody Shelley, like, they all love camp. I want to see the owner of Black Tie Moving Company 
the former lead singer of Rascal, Rascal Flatts. Flats. You know, do you know his name? Is actual I, name? I know. Is it on his the name? Rascal Flatts. It's Mister Rascal. It's on the side of the trucks. It's Rascal. But I can't remember. I see those trucks everywhere, all over the city. It's gonna bug me because I know his name too. Don't remember his name, but I know. Oh, I know his name. Gary. It's Gary Lavox. There you go. Gary Busey. Gary Lavox. I think is what it is. Also, his last name is a stage name because Lavox means Mike One in like some other language. French, French probably. Yeah. So it's like that was a fake last name, but yeah, Gary Lavox, Rascal Flats. That could be something. My uh, my choice would be Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, I feel key. like I oh, feel like choice. they would bring the energy for that type of that type of game. I don't think you get a country band in there. It'd be, it'd be uh, and, uh, I and disagree. Also, and also, Rascal Flats, they're not even touring it. They're not even like, I don't think they're. No, a, just a, like a to band. do the national anthem. Like, not a not no, even like an intermission, like not like an entertainment, but like. Rascal it, Flats could do the national anthem because Gary does a. He, he did the, the national. He's an amazing voice. He did the national oh, yeah. anthem at the Bengals game this past year. Yeah, okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he could definitely do the national anthem, but I'm talking like the entertainment, like for uh, intermission or something. I think 21 Pilots would kind of be the obvious choice. What I think they're really going to do for this is they're going to bring in alumni from the Ohio, from Ohio State football teams to sing Carmen, Ohio. I mean. As long as the jerseys aren't Ohio State related, I don't care if they're going you, to be. They're not going to be. Mm. They're not going to be. Dude, we have too many Michigan they're players. We have too many Michigan players they're on not. this they team. They don't care. No. They're not. The fan ba- The fans don't care. I know the fans don't care, but Zach Rowinski going to put on a Buckeye sweater? Yes, because he's getting paid to. I don't there think he will. I, I think that I, I genuinely think they're not gonna, a Buckeye sweater, but like a. It's the whole the whole evening the whole experience is going to be leaning into Ohio State culture. No, no. I, I I think I don't think I think it'll shoe. I think yes, it'll it lean is. into it a little bit. It already it, is. It's anything, in the horseshoe. That'll be it. But where the, the fuck shoe. else are we going to do an outdoor game? Uh, Lower.com field. That, 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 that would does be, not seat enough. Would, seats, oh, it does. It seats 20,000. It does That'd be an amazing... That's just like doing... Do you realize how expensive no. tickets would be? Yeah. I guarantee you, I don't think we'll sell out the shoe. Me and Jordan have had this. I think we sell at least... 50,000 tickets. No, it'll be like 80 to 90. It'll be close to a sellout. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what at least mm-hmm. 50. Like, lower.com f- does okay. not fit that. No, it, it doesn't. You're right. Lower.com seats as much as Nationwide Arena. That I would, would love stu- to see a game at lower.com. It would be cool. It would be awesome. All right, great. We can do it not for this, like, stadium series because obviously it's already been announced. But I do like the if we're leaning into the Ohio State aspect, okay, have have the, the best damn band in the land do the national anthem. Isn't there rumors that they're already involved? There, There's rumors, but I, I could see them coming out and doing script Ohio on the ice at some point. <laughs> oh, they, that would be no, cool. they definitely will. That'll be cool. Right? They have Careful. to. Careful. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> one the band, one the band, domino falls down. <laughs> the band does, like, all kinds of weird shit, right? They well, travel and do all yeah. kinds of stuff that's not football or, or sports yeah. related. And they've already nice, done, though. they've done script Ohio at Ohio State games on the ice. Yeah. So, yes. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, there's no reason they wouldn't do that. I could see them doing the national anthem, but like in terms of like actual entertainment for music, like I feel like Twenty One Pilots would Kate be McCray. or 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 or, <laughs> or camp. Camp's kind of more like you know relaxing type music, yeah, that's but a, that's I feel such like, a that's such a small. I don't. I just don't think that that covers the whole demographic. I don't think yeah. it does either. But I it like Rascal Flatts would. Yeah, but I think have it'd them be both. Cool. You got two intermissions. Hey, just have just yeah, have them both. 21 flats. You got two intermissions. 21 camp flat. Rascal pilots. Do you you guys remember? So who's the other band that performed at the All-Star Game in Columbus? So you had OAR for one of them. For one, one I don't know why I think that's so funny. I dude, I love OAR. I've <laughs> no, gone I like to, OAR. I've gone to like ten other concerts at the LC or which is Oh, or, I wouldn't or broadcast that to people. <laughs> Kimba Kimba Live, I don't know. Kimber. Um, same thing. 
Hardly. I made out with some MILF one time, and she showed me her tits. Hell yeah. I had a No Way Art concert. I had a No Way Art concert? That's what those were for, dude. I was in the pit. Making out with MILFs and showing tits? I was in the pit, and like her daughter her daughter was with her. Like That's foul, Jordan. I mean, she was like, she was of age as the daughter. She was like 18, It's just the fact that her daughter was witness. She was the one that made a move on me, and then she turned around like 10 seconds later and showed me her tits. I was like, all right, go. That's the OAR concert. There you go. Yeah. But uh, do you guys remember the other band that performed at the All Star Game? In Rascal Flatts. No, it was not Rascal. Fuss. Um, <laughs> let me give it a guess. We're going da da da. Oh, Fall Out Boy, really? Fall Out Boy, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah, the Fall Out Boy sells their soul for anything. I could see them coming and doing yeah. that. Yeah, no, they they did the second. I'd be hyped for a Fall Out Boy mm-hmm. concert. Yeah, Dude, be- when they did it, the All Star Game, it was fucking great. It was great time at the old NHL All Star Game in Columbus. It was OAR it's a good and uh, Fall Out Boy. Bring Green Day in, and that that was also the time when uh, that was also the time when the Blue Jackets intro video had a Fallout Boy song, so they played that song. I forget the song they did for the intro video, but they played that song, and like it was all the fans were hyped because like that was the intro song when the players <laughs> came out on the ice and shit. You will remember me <laughs> oh, for centuries. centuries. Yeah, it was that one. Yeah, 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 yeah it was that, that one. Like shit was own, everywhere's awful yeah. song. Yeah. It was. I, I, I thought it was a cool little <laughs> intro video though. Better than Uma Thurman. It's like yeah, they. Right. I mean, they basically might as well be, might as well be Imagine Dragons <laughs> at that point. <laughs> hey, yo, garbage. <laughs> all right, Believe boys. Stay at their moment. Believe all right, moving on. <laughs> Segment one. That was just news and notes. Hey, uh, segment didn't go as long as I thought. Segment one, here we go. Are you ready? Olivier versus. Is this uh, the big news? N- no, not yet. No, no. yeah. <laughs> oh, we have to do a we have to do a thing before, afterwards. Yeah, we didn't even whole, didn't even tease the news yet, but we got the bing. bing <laughs> that was uh, it. We got yeah. the bing. <laughs> yeah. Uh So segment one, here we go. Uh, Olivier versus uh, Olrempi fight. Fuck that guy. Uh, hell of a fight. <laughs> you love to see it. Great fight. Uh, Olivier, <laughs> uh, he took down the old newcomer to the league, Matt Rempe. Uh Jackets ended up beating the Rangers that game. You love to see that out the old nationwide sellout crowd. Uh, fight the fight really went viral. Like it went everywhere. Every, every social media platform, media platform. Doesn't matter who you were, what media source you were. They were posting it, yeah. and that shit was getting views. We got like fifty thousand views just on the artillery right. alone. Because Olivier walked him like a fucking dog. Dude, he did. Yeah. Olivier <laughs> just took that motherfucker down and. Oh, be- beautiful sight to see. I, th- I think it was a combination of Olivier just throwing beautiful hands, mixed, mixed with. Uh, Rempy, the being his third fight in five games, and yeah. the, and the yeah. dude looked like a punching bag afterwards. So two in a row, yeah. two nights in a row. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like, realize that motherfucker was well, six like, seven either. He's huge. Like that chin is yeah. just huge. Huge, but like they both dude. like talked before the mat, like before the game, and it was just like, hey, that was that was good. Yeah, thanks. And then like as soon as the first shift together started, Rempy was like. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And Olivia's yeah. not going to be like, no, 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 no. You did just you fought. See, He's like, you're going down. Did you see the, like, once Olivier, he took him, he, like, choke slammed him, right? Yeah. And then afterwards, when the ref was pulling him off his face, mm. that man, I mean, it, straight Blood. primal. It was yeah. primal. Oh, yeah. His face, he was ready to go again. Yeah. Like, he went back to his <laughs> to his roots, his deep ancestry roots with Neanderthals. <laughs> yeah. And had the fucking, like, he was ready to just fight for his well, life he was again probably for i don't think that Rempe ad- landed one clean one that adrenaline oh man yeah, yeah i am a Correct. huge fan of olivier after that one i have been that that was it that solidified i'm so glad they signed him to an extension you're getting, you're oh, yeah. getting a sweater yeah yes yeah, no, so i will be getting his i will be getting an olivier sweater yeah no like i love I, I i like olivier a lot obviously you know he doesn't bring a lot of offensive like prowess to his game but you know 
if he brings that type of energy each night, like, hell yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go. Um, and yeah, no, I've always been a fan. Like when we, when we did resign him, I was like, yeah, man, fuck yeah. Like, get him out there. And just to me, it was old time hockey, baby. I miss, I miss like the, the time in the league where there was just fights every other night. And I know there's a lot of haters on social media. Uh, obviously a lot, I would say like the majority of NHL fans enjoyed that. Like it's, you know, just nostalgic. Like we don't see those, we don't see fights all the time anymore. And, but there was, you know, there was a silent minority where they were like, well, that's not good for hockey. We can't be having this. That's just like, we're past this. Why are we doing this? This, look, this looks bad for the game. I think, I think, that, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, there were people saying that, but like I, I, the majority of things that I saw on on that were, uh, this this kid is what nineteen years old, right? Something like that. Is he nineteen, twenty years old? And he's fighting three his first five games. He's had three fights, and he's getting his ass kicked. Like his the guy's the the poor kid's brain isn't even fully developed yet, and he's yeah. taking he's taking iron fists to the side of his yeah, head. How old is he? 18, 19? He's older than that. I think he's like, might be like 21. He's bringing it on himself, but it's not going to be, uh, you, you tweeted it out a couple of days ago. It's like, it's not going to be good in the long run if it keeps doing Yeah, you no. can't keep doing that. I think yeah. that's the majority of what people are saying is like yeah. that, like the, the senseless fights just because don't have a place. And I do agree with that to an extent. Like if, if you are, if you are Gubranson and somebody runs Fantilli as a 19 year old, if you got Tom Wilson running Fantilli fucking beat his ass. And then Gubranson comes over and, and kicks the shit out of him or yeah. fights him. That makes sense. Cause you're, yeah. that's the, that's the politics of the game. But when it's, when it's a 21 year old trying to find his place in the league, fighting veteran Matthew Olivier, who is the only reason he is here is to be that, be a battering Ram it doesn't make sense in that aspect to just to get yeah. your ass kicked for zero reason. I think that was a big reason as to why people were not super pumped about him fighting so much. I yeah. do enjoy fights just as much as the next guy, but I do agree with the fact that he should not be having three fights as a 21 year old in five games when in his first five games in the league. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, Cause what was his stat? Like his first three games, he had Nine minutes of ice time, and it was like 27 he had more, yeah, minutes. He it had was insane. Much yeah. more penalty minutes than he did ice time. And it, it, that's just going to be like as a part of a learning curve. Like he's excited. He wants to prove himself. So he's like, I can do a lot by getting in fights. I can do a lot by playing rough. And he's also seven foot tall. And yeah, now, he is yeah. a massive human. <laughs> and that's where I like. I remember uh, there was. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Keep, keep going. Olivier. We're like. Olivier, and we're like, Olivier. <laughs> uh, that's why I tweeted that gif of, uh, was it Jason Bateman and Ozarks? Oh. Was like, Lavalette <laughs> to Rempy whenever he goes to fight Olivier tonight. He's going, the fuck you are. <laughs> the fuck you are. You are. You sit your ass down. One of my favorite actors of all time. Great actor. Jason, Is that Rempy? Jason Bateman. Yeah, yes. The yep. fuck you are. And also one of the greatest quotes ever from any TV show was from Ruth. Um, I don't know shit about fuck. She said that so many. <laughs> oh, it's such a great. I show. love that quote. Kill me. My favorite. It's yeah. a spot on. Two thirty-seven a.m. in the morning. Got a few beers, other things with your friends. You guys ready to go home? Thanks. I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> yeah. What are you? What are you playing over there? Oh, you're playing the game. I'm just All putting right. the. I'm just putting the game on. Oh, right. fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like for me, I it looks really good. I, I, I agree with what you're kind of saying there, Kyle, like the pointless ones. Sure. Uh, but the ones like in the heat of the moment that will mean something and get the crowd involved, 
get the teammates involved. Um, I think that fighting is still good for the game. I really oh, it's, do. It's so proven to help. It, like, it, it, no, it does because like it is literally a momentum shifter. Mm-hmm. And no, there's no if ands or buts about it. Like it gets your teammates hyped up. It gets the crowd in the game, especially if like it's a fight where 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 the player that is the player that wins and that's on the home side, and the whole atmosphere just it just shifts, and it helps mm-hmm. the game of hockey so much. So I am still a very big proponent of fighting in this game. Um, I do see your point though, where like the pointless ones maybe don't make as much sense, but I still think like that moment was. I mean, I think that elevated our performance in that New York Rangers game to to push us over the edge. One hundred percent to right? win that game. But like in the grand scheme, it pushed us over the edge to win a game against a, a metro leading New York team as the last place team hey, we, in the met- in the metro. We, we beat their we we snapped their their ten their, game record. Their nine yeah, the, we we stopped them from getting a ten game win streak. Win so streak. That, that yeah, was not, great. Yeah, don't not record. Was it stopping streak. them from getting ten or did we beat they them? They had at they were at nine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they would have had a ten and they all thought they were gonna beat us and yeah. New York fans were mad for like oh, days afterwards. Those choke on one. Fuck off. Did you see that one tweet? I don't know. Yes, if it was like I your know. Sister exactly talking shit about Columbus. Be like, I went to go visit my grandpa because he's dying of cancer in Ohio. Sucks. And the yeah, she literally <laughs> was just crazy. That, that was essentially the tweet. You know, you're insane, yes. right? It's like you literally okay. You, the, your tweet. Focus on the former. Like if that's your if you come to watch hockey. From New York to Columbus, and like all you say is, I've I drove all the way there because my grandpa's dying, and I wanted to watch the game, and they lost, and now Ohio sucks, and then just a bunch of cornfields and just dilapidated buildings. Okay. I can't believe you okay. said that right. Okay, that's how you start that right. Like, with, like what do you? What's with, your point? I went in that? to go see my dying grandpa in <laughs> Ohio. Sucks. That's how you start that tweet. Yeah, your team lost. Really? Get, get over it, and don't bring in your dying grandpa. Yeah, it was yeah. a banger tweet for the wrong reasons for that. Woman, yeah, she went off. Well, yeah, so you were surprised special. I said dilapidated. I just said it there it is. Yeah, <laughs> you crushed it the first uh, time. The first time. I well, no, I love the it. fights. I was telling Kyle before we were recording. I think every major sports league should allow fights. I agree. I'm like, fine with that. Like I hate when they try to stop. One of the sickest things I think in all sports is dugout bench clearing brawls. I love that shit. Like in baseball, they shouldn't <laughs> stop that. No. Let them fucking fight. No. Obviously, there's a reason. My two favorite sports: hockey, NASCAR. And sometimes the drivers get out of the, of the cars pissed off and they just go fight. And, and they, they die. And nobody's died since they I think they should. No, the, the dirt track. Oh, well, that was the, the guy was high and, and walked out on a track with moving cars. What Gosh, do you expect? That wasn't bright. I think he get out of his own car to yeah, walk. Yeah, was like chucking his he helmet. He was driving it. a yes, car. He got, he got out of his own car, walked on a dirt track that like After was, Tony Stewart. was like dimly lit. He was high? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah, was on the something. The toxology came out and he was literally high. I didn't know. He's that. high on yeah. drugs. Not that was not a NASCAR race. That was a sprint car race, right. like open wheel. Yeah, but yeah. I think they should take a page out of the Talladega Nights and just get out of their cars and kiss. <laughs> yes, and Keth, yeah. and Keth, and eat yeah. some crepes. See, I love crepes. I, I wouldn't. I'm not going to say it. Just, just say, just say really you small like pancakes. Pancakes. very thin pancakes. Oh well, I, well I these do, colors I don't do, run. I do like I really do. small. Those aren't good. Those aren't good. And just say it. I'll <laughs> never say it. <laughs> Break it, right. Pepe Le Pew. Moving on. Here we go. Next segment to uh, Voronkov. Hey, I gotta say, man, rookie season for Voronkov. Oof. One of the better ones, and he is impressing the absolute hell out of me. Voronkov in his rookie season right now with the Jackets is currently sitting with thirty points on the season, sixteen goals, fourteen assists. 
Um, there was a point in the season that, you know, he was rumored to possibly, you know, he just he wasn't enjoying the United States, wasn't enjoying his time here. He just couldn't, you know, figure things out. Wanted to go back home to Russia. However, I feel like he's now adjusting pretty damn well here. I think he's enjoying it. I think he's getting out more. I feel like, you know, he's bonding more with his teammates and having a good old time. Um, with Fantilli out, Fantilli, prior to going out, had 27 points. Voronkov has now taken over the top rookie on the team with the 30 points, and he's only 10 points behind Connor Bedard um, <laughs> in terms of leading all rookies in the league. Granted, Bedard has had been out for a while. Yeah, I, I feel like if you take still, their average ice time, they're pretty much on par for how little I ice would, time Voronkov yeah, gets. I would say that too, yeah. But like literally this did we all did anybody expect him to put up this type of season I like you it's, may it's have said no. it early I was ex- me you were me- like you were talking about him a lot before the season So I got started. to so we got to go see him at Traverse City and he impressed he was very good in Traverse City yeah. this last season um I don't think I saw him coming out and doing Not this good. I mean he yeah. has the way that he is filled into his role as the down low, sit in the crease center and wait for dirty goals as a rookie is is very, very impressive. That is shit you yeah. learn over years and years and years of playing in the league. Ask Boone Jenner, right? <laughs> Boone Jenner scores a lot of yeah. dirty goals because he's learned how to do it Not over 11 crease, years mm-hmm. of being in this league. Voronkov coming in and on top of doing what he's doing, having the issues in the beginning where he was homesick and he wanted to go back to Russia and all these things, allegedly... Uh, <laughs> Allegedly, you know, yeah. he's really turned it around and figured it out. And and the way that he is scoring goals in the crease is so impressive with the line that he's with, which is with the other rookie, Marchenko, last season, who broke the rookie scoring record. Yeah. And Voronkov is right on those heels of trying to break Marchenko's scoring record yeah, what, from last yeah. season, what right? Marchenko said it at? 21. Yeah, shit. He's right there. So oh, he's I, gonna, he'll he'll break it for sure. I, I don't know if he'll for sure break it. He'll be close though. I I mean I predicted Fantilli have breaking that scoring record, but you know I mean, he had to go get hurt. The injuries there, which Fantilli out of his out of his boot, uh, there not, you go. not skating, not skating, but on hey, the Kyle, ice on some wood out of our boots on some of, wood pallets out, out of our boots we score goals. Out of our boots we rise. Oh. Out of our boots we rise. Yeah. Oh Lord, <laughs> loved it. Well, we should put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Out of our boot we rise. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's on the he's on the ice in quotations on on ice blocking foam pads or whatever. Yeah. He's not actually on skates, but he's been he's been kind of practicing. So hopefully we get him back in the next month, right? And he gets to play for the last couple weeks of the season. But yeah. who knows. How many games left? We we got like what thirty, I think. So, uh, maybe a lighter little, round, a little there? less, maybe a little yeah, less, a little less. Close. There's any twelve, oh, twelve more home games. Okay, so with sixteen goals, fourteen assists, thirty points right now, what do we think Baronkov ends the season with as a rookie in terms of points? Where's he at right now? So he has uh, sixteen 30. goals, fourteen assists, thirty overall points right now. Uh, he's going uh, twenty-five, eighteen. 25-18? Mm. So you're saying he breaks that rookie goal record then? 43 he points. smashes it I mean, 25. The, I mean, the dude's popping because off, especially lately. And we got the it, they've got the the Russian line back. He's yeah, getting the goal tonight. Do. I'm calling it right now. Was, we got 25 yeah, games left. 25? Okay. Boom. Nine goals in that time? Easy. Yeah, with the pace he's on. I could see it. I mean, the, yeah, the Russian line is, is kind of finding their footing again. They got broken yeah. up there for a little bit. Um, 
because of injuries, because Boone was out. Yeah. Um, it is surprising they aren't broken up still with Fantilli being out. But yeah, it is it is refreshing to see just not just Voronkov, but a an entire cohesive uh line that is competent and and does the correct things. Chinnikov looks insane. He has the best shot on the team. Oh, Chinnikov. And it's not close. He's up oh. there. He's up there in points too. This dude's popping off this year yeah. too. Marchenko. And I've Marchenko, met- what I've noticed with Marchenko is he is trying to facilitate too much to his line mates yeah. instead of using his shot when he's when he has the good uh, shooting position. There's even in on Sunday there was two times in particular where I can remember that he had a it was a two on one. It was him and like Chinnikov or, Ver- or Voronkov, one of the two on his other side. And instead of taking the shot, he tries to get, he tries to make a pass, and it's off yeah. a skate, off a stick. It's it's back the other way. So it's it's frustrating there. But he's gonna figure it out, right? And Marchenko is a, such a good player. He's got to be a little more selfish it's because like Mar- the, Marchenko is that guy. Like Absolutely, Bucci yeah. Gross told uh, Danny. <laughs> yeah, Bucci Gross told Danny is mediocre. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so going around the room, so you say how many points for uh, uh, Marchenko in the season? Twenty. Uh, Vronkov? Oh, sorry, Vronkov. That yeah. one too. Uh, I guess 43, 25 goals, 18 assists. Four, okay, all right. Yep. I'm going to go – I'm going to say he goes up – he's going to have 22 goals and 18 assists. So do the math on that. I can't do it. Yeah, whatever. Braden, you could probably do it because you win all the trivia <laughs> pastimes. <laughs> what did you say again? Uh, 22 goals, 18 assists. That's 40 points. Yeah, so I think 40. I think he ends with 40. And yeah, and I think he, he'll break that record by what? One goal? Yeah. Yeah. With 25 games left, I'd, I'd look, he would put him at like 45, 46 points. Okay. Maybe like, maybe eight goals and then eight more assists. I think that's optimistic. I mean, he has been, he's a rookie. He's going to, he's going to have some moments. He's going to have some games where he doesn't do anything. Yeah, but I think he's like, I don't know. I think he's adjusted well, and I think he's really finding his stride kind of in the Absolutely. back third of this season where I think in kind of the vacuum that Fantilli left, I think Voronkov and Chinnikov kind of fill that in a little bit, kind of fill in that vacuum and take up what Fantilli would be producing. Maybe not to the degree that Fantilli would, but... I think he I think he ends at 21 goals, 20 assists. I think he ties it. Yeah, I think he ties it. If yeah. not, if not twenty twenty, I could see him going twenty twenty. Either I way, mean, either I, way. I think that teams are gonna teams know that he's there. They're, I mean, he's yeah. definitely a presence, and there's he's being scouted. I mean, they're teams that are coming he is in not going anywhere. Not John not, Davidson. Nope, not scouted for trading. Okay, that's scouted as in like got it, got it, got it, teams got it, got are watching got him on film and knowing <laughs> yeah. what they need to do with him on the ice. Yeah, scouting. Now, I, I foresee that. Go ahead, one. I do. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do put a little disclaimer in the aspect of I'm really curious how much help has been uh, made by Provorov. Just like kind of his like more veteran presence, if that makes sense. Sure. Because he's been around like in the league since about 2016 or so. So he's got like the, he's got stuff to share, methods to uh, impart on those guys. And, and that's three great talented players to really be a role model for and, and if he gets traded i'm really curious on how that'll affect or change things for them i i agree with that entirely i think that he is kind of the mesh point for those three if they need anything for now they can move back to that and mm-hmm. and provorov's there because he's got the experience in the league he also speaks russian which you know Voronkov yeah. doesn't speak a lot of english but speaks a lot of russian so i think that there is definitely something there with that. 
I think that if he if Provorov does get traded though, which I think that he will, I don't think they're going to keep that contract on the books, especially with the defenseman we have coming up in this next season. There's got to be space for your check, and if you can if you can pull a really good uh, return out of Provorov, you have to pull the trigger on that right now, especially with the prospect pool of defensemen. I think that that got those three Russians that are kind of moving to him right now to for advice, for language barriers, for whatever reason, for just living advice, anything like that in the city. Um, I think that those three have each other and they can figure it out. There's also people on the team that are hired to just take care of those kind of things. So it might hurt for a second, but I, I don't think that it's going to be anything detrimental to the team by any means. I like Provorov. Yeah. I don't want him to go. Um, Why? I would, I'm indifferent to him leaving. Yeah. His, de- his defense is just not there. It's not there. He he hasn't been the same player. He he reminds me of Warinsky right when Seth Jones left. Yeah, is what is is what that reminds me of. So maybe Provorov needs a Seth Jones, right? Like how Zach. That's how that's what Z needed. But who's the Seth Jones that you think we could go get uh, or have on our team? Zach Warinsky still needs Seth Jones, right? So let's say <laughs> he does <laughs> that. He does, and also you know Z. You know he's gotten. Hurt. I'm just kidding, Zach. He's all right, gotten, I'm just kidding. All right, he's gotten hurt. Don't yell at me. Yeah. He doesn't yell. I don't think he's ever yelled. Next cannonball. He's Except gonna, at refs. Next cannonball you go to, he's going to punch you in your face. In a year? Sure. He's not going to be. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll Come forget. He may, yeah. He might forget about it by then. Wait, no, the, the, the that guy, guy right over there. Hogan point, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make sure we take a camera crew to the next cannonball. Just yeah, sure. we should. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Good idea. I'm sure they'll love that. All right. Before moving on to segment three. Got to talk about our awesome sponsors. First one being, of course, High Bank Distillery. High Bank has been with us for like what? Three? Five, it's been five years. Has it been five years? It's I been a long time. It's I been don't four even, or five years. I don't even think they know that. We, we didn't. Don't we don't really even know that. <laughs> We're just like, hey, you guys coming back next year? Yep. All right. Cool. We'll see sure. you next year. Yep. Sure. Sounds great. Uh, but yeah, High Bank Distillery, fantastic place. Two locations. Hey, they're about to open up a new location in Westerville. What? No idea. In the old the old post office in Westerville. Little, oh yeah, they're gonna have a little speakeasy vibe there, where you can go get some of their midnight Manhattan. I <gasps> dude, chill dude. it out, chill it, pour it over ice, garnish it with a cherry, or enjoy it straight up. Midnight Manhattan lets you be the bartender on this Monday night. I'm not even like saying, <laughs> I'm not even like saying Today's this Wednesday. because they are our title sponsor, but. I have seen that advertised on their socials, the Midnight Manhattan, and it's like it's it's like it's mm. one of those where like you pour it and it's already a Manhattan. It's like, a Manhattan. It's like it's in the bottle. It's already there. You got to put an orange slice and, in or uh, a peel. Oh, yeah, a so like I will say like I've had like some of the pre-made stuff from other like distilleries. Meh. Eh. Oh sure, yeah. You got to eh. make that. You got to make that yourself. Yeah, but like this one, I'm I'm very I am so excited to like try it out. And Can if you get a bottle. Can you get us all a bottle? Uh, well, I'll get us all a bottle. Yeah. Each of us our own individual bottle. They, I sure. Mean, they owe us a bunch anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, I just got to go pick, pick them up. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You've been saying that for a year. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Highbankco.com for more info. Drink Check them out. Local, drink local. Great spot. And it has been at least five years because we did one of our... Oh, later the, watch parties there in 2019 for the Tampa oh, series. Oh, yeah. Our first like watch party slash podcast... What one of them was there, and that was the Save the Bread event. It was it yeah. was against Chicago. Yeah, and we had Martin Spanhel Martin as a Spanhel. guest. Yes, we did. on the podcast. <laughs> who I talked to at Cannonball, and he wants to come back on the podcast to 
to give his thoughts on the team. We got to get him back. We I have his number. Back. I've been texting him. So, dude, and also like, <laughs> we got to get him back. <laughs> that first thing, that first event that we did at High Bank, the place seats like probably two hundred or easily. Kind of, I we, wasn't there. I was underage. Yeah, one hundred percent. That like, was a long. That was <laughs> a while ago. You were yeah. still in diapers. Okay. Um, that was like twenty eighteen. I think we did that. And we. That's right. It was I packed. It was packed out. The Save the Bread event, baby. It was. We packed it out. Yeah. The, the half, half of it. No, it was because they didn't give us the other half. No, I know. we had no, no, no. it for that one. We had the we, we had a full. We had a full one for that one. That's right. Oh yeah, we yeah. yeah there was all kinds of blue jacket. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't have my whole family come to that. It was a great, <laughs> it was great a time. Great time. High Hi Bank yeah. Co. High your bank. Hot yeah. High your bank. High Bank Co. For more details, like I said, they they have their original location out in Grandview. Uh, they got the newer location in New Albany, Gahanna, and then they got the new, new, new one opened up very soon in up uptown Westerville. Love to hear high bank code from. It's more. almost patio season. It is almost patio season. Speaking, Speaking of patio season, <laughs> go for it, Kyle. Speaking of patio season, <laughs> go watch some outdoor concerts uh, <laughs> with some SeatGeek tickets, huh? On, on a patio. SeatGeek.com or download the app. Type in our promo code CBJA hey. for twenty dollars off your first time purchase with each email address. That's promo code CBJA. For $20 off your first-time purchase on SeatGeek.com or download the app, there is a lot of great concerts coming to this city this summer. I mean, just off the top of my head... Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan is coming. Uh, there is... Um, it's it's a band. I know it's a Whitney dumb Houston. ground band. I know it's a dumb band. Great band. It's like a aesthetic Who? band. It's a it's a weird like instrumental band. Uncle Cracker. Love them. Uncle Cracker maybe. Uh, Marcus King band is Insane coming. Insane clown never, never, never They're uh, uh, Marcus King band and Chris Stapleton are coming Ooh. to the Seanstein Center. Chris Je- Jelly Roll is coming nationwide. Jelly Roll, it, <laughs> dude. There are so many good concerts this this year. Creed, oh, yeah. Creed think, is coming. Creed, Creed Can will be here with three doors down. Huh? The, the divorce dad rock concert. Go check them out. Seek geek, geek your seat. I'm trying to remember the rest of that song. Can you take? There it is. Me. Different Can songs, but you guys take know. me higher. Remember me? Nailed it. To, to a place where I've never seen. Can you take me higher? <laughs> we should start a Creed tribute band. I agree. We should, does anybody know how to play an instrument? We should form a I band. I know how to play piano. Yeah. A family can, band to travel the world. Fuck me, I guess. Fuck. <laughs> Idiot. Honestly, it, in my headphones, that sounded really good. Yeah, I, think so, I think it sounded great. <laughs> like, go back and mix it a little bit. Remember when we did the watch party for the, the the lightning playoff game and we were down big time after the first period and we were yeah. like at high well, bank. this is a bad idea yeah <laughs> like, everyone's gonna play leave. higher by creed and come back no i think so i think it was torts like did his rendition oh, yes <laughs> on the bench like yeah. yeah and then and we then won we just the fucking torts actually traveled from tampa to high bank distillery yeah, to perform us. for us then traveled back <laughs> to coach the rest of the game that's, that's crazy go, go guys and they won. That's it was the, amazing. That's how the team won. Awesome. It's so I, I remember that because I at one point when we tied the game, I I stood up on a table. Like I want we at, <laughs> at High Bank Distillery. You and I made eye contact and said no. Fu-. Nick Foligno scored the tying goal. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And you and I looked at each other and said no fucking way. And then you <laughs> yeah. stood up on a table. I did. I did. I it will was, never forget that. It moment. was our it was our merch table. I remember. We had, it sure was. We had our shirts and shit. 
old, old shirts and shit. Okay, shirts and shit. Nostalgic little old candy back there selling us selling us some come shirts. Come on, come on now. I was nineteen, <laughs> man. That sounds like a good time. It Moving good. on. <laughs> All right, this segment's gonna be quick because we have an announcement in segment four. Uh, we got biggin. Uh, so uh, yeah, segment three. Here we go. Trade deadline is approaching. Trade deadline. Uh, so obviously Bimstrom, kind of the first guy to go here. Uh, trade deadline approaching here very, very soon. I want you. I want to go around the room. Just give me one name of a guy that you think should be traded on the Blue Jackets. You don't have to give me like the return or anything. Like just somebody that you think is not benefiting this team right now to where like if he was traded. Uh, okay, it happens. Uh, bye. See you later. Whatever happens, happens. Nylander. Uh, he's not done anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's 1-0 since we got him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Ivan Provorov. Fair enough. It's only a matter of time for Nylander Neil- becomes the next Bemstrom, right? Uh, and don't then Jordan's say over, that. Jordan's over here in a few years like, thank God he finally got traded. Hey, and he's going to be my favorite player. <laughs> I Hey, I'm letting, I'm letting Nylander get his opportunity. Okay, eighth round pick overall in 2016. Nope, eighth overall pick. That's what I meant. Sorry, there you go. only seven rounds in the draft. You got it. Yep. Secret I, eighth round that year. Nobody <laughs> knew about it. I'm I'm now four beers deep. So hell I, yeah, I, I, you knew what I meant. Um, Kyle, who do you think? You said Provorov, yeah. Braden. Uh, what? What's my name? Braden. There we go. He said Braden. I thought I heard Brandon. No, he said Braden. He said Braden. I said Braden, right? You said Braden. Damn. All right. Good try, though. He's three built. He's like three and a half. I'll put myself in timeout. Good effort, ears. (laughs) Braden's like three and a half beers deep. He would be four, but he spilled half of that one. My, my. On my laptop. (laughs) My, my player who I think will get moved is a future player who is not even on this team. We don't even know his, we don't even know his name yet. (laughs) I think it's going to be the lottery pick. The first round lottery pick that we get this season is going to get traded away. Not at the deadline, but obviously after the deadline this offseason. I think it will be the first round lottery pick that we get that is not necessarily needed to move this team forward in the rebuild that we're in right now. I think if you trade that first round pick away, which will be a top 10 probably, you're going to bring in something that's going to put the rebuild right where it needs to be with the prospects that we have on this team. Does the window open back up at the end of the season? Yes, right okay. at the end of the season. Right after the... I think right after the finals, like right when okay. the draft is happening, maybe. It's right at the draft, I think, is when the trade window okay. opens back up. I was going to say, after the trade deadline. I was trying but to, I know, I I know it's a trade deadline question, but I I mean, at the trade deadline, I think it's going to either be Roslovic or... Yes. Well, we've already we've already moved Bemstrom. Can always say one, Roslovic. Good. That was mine. I can see Roslovic moving. We need to get rid of him. Those two after the last game they had their their values at an all time high right now. Uh, yeah. Pro for with the goal, Roslovic with two assists. I mean, That's crushing it out there, huh? True. That's true. Warren, uh, Warren, who you think over there, bud? Andrew Peak. I, could, I don't hate that. That's yeah. actually a I could, good he's one. He's been a trade yeah. rumor since the beginning of the year. Yeah, so. it's due. He's fine. He's so due. I could definitely see a defenseman. Yeah, like we gotta we gotta trim the defensive shit down a little bit, especially with like with what Kyle said. We got enough guys coming up too. Yurchek, Matejchuk, Kuhlmans. There's three guys right now that are gonna be looking for spots next season. Peaks out. I think Boquist might be on his way out. Beans out, and possibly. um, Oh, what was the? You said Peak, right? Peak. I said Provorov. Peak. Oh, Provorov. That's what I was thinking of. One. There's gonna be one of. 
at least two, one or two of the four of those four defensemen are on their way out because of the prospects. I think up. it's probably Peak and Provorov. And your check, I think it comes in next season as a ready-to-go NHL defenseman. He's, about, al- he's already about, ready to go. He's not. He's he not. is. He is not. What about Blankenberg? I love you some blanks baby. You have a you have a great time in the AHL buddy If you can even stay healthy there I'm playing in the AHL? No oh, that was to Blankenberg Oh okay. sorry Are you Blankenberg? I could be I have nah, a mustache you could be You wish I'm not I'm too tall <laughs> <laughs> Alright so I have, I have a hot take Maybe it's not that hot But uh, it could be Lukewarm take? Lukewarm maybe But I from me personally, a player that I would like to see moved. He's gonna say Ken Johnson. Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> I love I love KJ. He's gonna say he's gonna say Boo Jenner. I'm not gonna say Boo Jenner. Can I say what I want to say? He's gonna say Patrick. I, I, say we should guess it until you, we get it right. All right, guess till, guess Patrick. till we get it right. Then. He's gonna say Patrick. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Patrick. No, mm-hmm. Elvis Merz Lincoln's. Yes, ah, <laughs> that yeah. was nobody's that was taking that contract. I know nobody's going to take it, but I know there are, there are ways around it in terms of you know buying half of it out, whatever we got to do. Um, mm. I'm very excited about the the potential of a Jet Greaves up here. I think you know in in the in the two or three games that he has played here, looked pretty freaking good. Yeah. Um, uh, Tarasov, I'm not completely I'm not completely sold. We've seen some rough games from him, but we've also seen some good games from him. He just, he just hasn't had the consistency in terms of like starting to where we truly know what he has. We do not know what Greaves has, but the short sample size, I do I love what I saw out of him. He is killing it in Cleveland. I know the AHL, NHL, totally separate like you know things, but I I love what I see out of Greaves. And if we could potentially make a trade to where Elvis gets maybe half bought out or whatever, I think Elvis needs to move to another team, change of scenery. Um, that. That's one trade that I would like to see potentially happen. That's where the first-round pick for this season comes into play, I Good, think, yeah. as a sweetener. Hey, the the liberalness that you have going on with your mic over there, just flopping it around <laughs> everywhere, is crushing me right now. Uh, I, I think that I'm just fucking... The, I think a, the first-round pick for this season with an Elvis Merz-Lincoln's re- retention on his contract pulling out at least maybe half of it, if not a little less, yeah. makes the most sense to get that contract off the books. I think the problem with this team over the last three, four years, pretty much ever since Bobrovsky has not been here, is we have not had a solid number one goaltender that no. we know that's our guy going into each season. Not at all. It's been a toss-up every year going in, and that's that's been the issue. I think if Tarasov, if, if there is no competition for Tarasov coming up and he knows that he's the number one guy and he is consistent with that starting the season and moving through and playing the number one games, he's going to end up being one of the one of the number one goaltender here. Yeah. He has had no consistency because they have to they have to play Elvis Mers Lincoln oh, for sure because do. of that contract. Yeah. They have no choice. Yep. And especially like all the shit that happened like, you know, a month or two ago where Elvis was demoted down to number three. <laughs> like, in right. his, in like his for, a, for a brief second and yeah. he said that nobody else said that he in was the only mind. one that said that sure he was but like it, it was pretty obvious he was because <laughs> he he was literally between martin and tarasov not getting any starts like he just wasn't well, he was he also pulled his monster out yet he was also leaving games early because of illness. He was also not playing games because of also, illness. Also, like two games ago, he still was leaving a game because of illness. But we only have two goaltenders now. Then we had three. So, yeah. yes, it made sense then. And then they put, you know, they, they couldn't make a move for 
for Elvis, which they tried to do. Yeah. Clearly, the only reason that Spencer Martin was put on waivers was because they tried to trade Elvis. They couldn't. They knew they could not sustain a three-goalie system, so they had to move Spencer Martin down to keep their two top goaltenders, and Martin got claimed. So yeah. that's, I think that's the only reason that happened, because they could not move Elvis. But if they move Elvis and Tarasov is that guy, I think that that is, that is the best yeah. way to go with yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I would love to see Tarasov get the full opportunity to be the nut, that be that guy, be the number one guy. Um, I would love to see Jack Greaves up here at some point as well. Uh, but come trade deadline, you know, for me, I just think I think Elvis, ha- he's just too unreliable for, for me to, to consider him our true number one. And that would be my choice in terms of, you know, come trade deadline. Uh, if there was a guy I had to choose, I'm going the route of Elvis. So, Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Another note on that with Elvis in his contract, uh, it was reported by Aaron Portsline that there is a almost 0% chance that his contract is bought out in this offseason. There, there is yeah. no way that that is happening. It's not worth their time, money, or effort to do that. And it like to keep him on the books for the next four or five years at – a few million dollars per season without him playing at all does not make sense for this organization right now. Good old Yarmo move right there, baby. That mm. hey, who was the person at the time? I know you said right it, when me. that con- right when that contract was signed yeah. at five and a half million per year. Who was saying that that is the worst contract? That is going to end up being the worst contract. You weren't even on the podcast when that contract was signed. I was saying it at home, though. (laughs) (laughs) At the time that that was signed, I was telling all of you that that is going to end up being one of the worst contracts in Blue Jackets history. And I don't think I'm wrong about that. That... One of the worst contracts. One of the worst contracts. It's pretty. It's pretty damn bad. It's up there. It's not, that's top five worst contracts in the history. Oh, easily. It's up there with Nathan Horton. Easily. You're paying five and a half million AAV for a goaltender who has not broken nine ten in a season. Yeah. Like, come on. And also has to go take poo poos and stuff during the game. Yeah. Like that is. It is gotta, such a terrible contract. And I the gotta fact, go poo so bad. <laughs> that. That along with Bemstrom moving as soon as Yarmo got moved out of here that, that, are that, huge signs to me. That shows that me he everything I need to know. Had huge like so much control over everything that happened and yeah. made bad decisions at points yep. and we're and we're dealing with it now. But the problem yeah. is he also made really good shit. decisions at points. He trade wise. Yes, because yes, we we have guys like Voronkov and Chenikov and like Marchenko, Marchenko and Fantilli, which we all would have drafted Fantilli, so I'm not giving Yarmo that by <laughs> yeah. any means. Anybody in their yeah. right mind would have drafted Anybody Fantilli. That was, yeah. Chinnikov is the one draft pick that stands out in my mind that is like, yeah, that he fucking nailed that. Because nobody when the remember the when Chinnikov got drafted, nobody only, had any idea who he was. The only thing about the Chinnikov like draft situation was we could have got him later because nobody knew who the fuck he was. But but then you're looking at nobody. a first, but, then, but then what if you didn't later yeah, if somebody else took him and then you're taking some first round pick like a Marco Dano who doesn't who fucking is all of a sudden in Sweden in a few years because as I'm, a first round pick because he's shit. I'm with Kyle on that. No, Drafts are so no, no. unpredictable. Sure. Like nobody had Leo Carlson going to. Okay, well, he, he, like, he was going uh, one, two, or three. I wouldn't say, uh, It was one, two, or three, right? It wasn't like, oh, this guy, we don't I even know say, who he is. I would say consensus, majority of fans and teams but, were like, like, it was Connor Bedard and then Adam Fantilli. We all thought we were going to get Carlson. For yeah. sure. No, no, we all we did, did. But, like, to me... But, like, drafts are unpredictable. Even, like, every single network that was covering the draft didn't even have a graphic or a nameplate or a lower third graphic or anything 
for for Igor Chinnikov, and but I he, and I feel like we could have got him a, a little later. Yeah, but here's the thing: as smart as Yarmo is trade wise, and just and we got to give him credit where credit is somewhat due. He was a decent GM, trades, player, personnel wise, a little bit. I think he's better than decent. Yeah, his trade his trade record is. I'm just saying immaculate. some of his drafts were iffy. And that you could say that for any GM but, in the league. I, but do you think Yarmo is the only GM out of 32 NHL teams in that draft that had Chinnikov as a sleeper pick? Absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's naive to think that you could sure. get him later in the draft. Just because TSN didn't know who they were doesn't mean the GMs didn't know, right? I'm I just mean, saying, the first, like, one or two rounds, they have the graphics ready. They have everything for every player. And they came back to TSN at that sports desk, and they were like, uh, who is this guy? They yeah. have no, no fucking One of them idea. was like, I, don't, I think it was Kevin Weeks. I don't know. It was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't have any idea who this guy oh, is. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like we could have got him a little he, later. At least he owned it. Had an Alex yeah. Jones moment. Yeah. But, I mean, I, but, but no, but like still props to Yarman for that. But other than that, I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah. With the Yarmo and trades, we're good. Yeah. Kevin anyway. in the water. <laughs> All right. All right, we boys. Ready? We're ready. We're ready for this announcement. All right. I'm ready. All right, here we go, boys. We have, a, we have an announcement to make. Yes, sir. All of our listeners out there, pretty excited for this. Great great opportunity. Absolutely great opportunity. Uh, so the B- Columbus Blue Jackets, they've invited us to Nationwide Arena tomorrow. Uh, or whenever you're listening to this, maybe today. Could, could on be, a Thursday. On a Thursday. Thursday. Whatever Maybe the, a Friday and you missed it. <laughs> whatever the date is. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going to be spending the entire day with the Columbus Blue Jackets organization and team tomorrow at Nationwide Arena. So Nationwide Arena and the Blue Jackets, they're hosting Military Appreciation Night. And we are going to be there for the entire the in, entirety of the day. Morning skate. Uh, we're interviewing players, uh, veterans. Uh, and we're also doing a podcast live from the arena. Um, we're also going to be hosting uh, the Rink of Dreams between the military personnel and also Blue Jackets alumni. So we'll be the official like social correspondents for this event. Um, you're going to see our faces all over Blue Jackets social media, which you probably won't like that because we have faces for radio. Unless it's my face. Oh, shut the fuck up. You guys were literally telling uh, me how handsome I was. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to be there all day tomorrow at Nationwide Arena for Military Appreciation Night. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be all day for us. We're going to be documenting everything on social media. The Blue Jackets are going to be following us around for their social channels. And, uh, yeah, they, they invited us in, and uh, they're, they're letting us be a part of this awesome, awesome night for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, military appreci- appreciation. I, I mean, I have family that's been in the military, um, my grandparents both served. My brother was in the air force and, uh, they, they, we got an, you know, a, a text from, uh, from the front office, like, Hey, we would love you guys to be a part of this for, for this moment. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're gonna, we're gonna go in there and, uh, do, hey, our, we're, do our thing, baby. Thank you for your service, veterans and active duty service members and, uh, everybody who is not active duty as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not doing this for us. We're doing this to honor the people who 100%. who are fighting now, 100%. who have fought before, and who will fight in the future for our country. So yep. military appreciation is what it's all about. Um, I know the McConnells as well are deep into that. Yeah, uh, They are very deep military supporters. 
Um, I think Mr. Mack was a Navy veteran, I believe. Um, he, he fought in the Navy for our country as well. So this has deep roots with this organization. And truly, like we are honored to be a part of this, that the Blue Jackets asked yep. us to be a part of this uh, to help them spread the word of military appreciation within our city and, uh, you know, just honor the, everybody who's going to be in, in attendance for this. So uh, as, as well as this, we're going to be doing a first intermission cannon meetup yeah. as well. Uh, come have a drink with us, you know, talk about your stories, whatever you want to do there. So we'll be hanging out, you know, wearing our military garb, uh, talking about all the things, honoring our veterans and, and active duty service members and uh, not active duty, you know, so... Yeah, come come see us. Come hang out with us. Come chill at the uh, Nationwide Arena with us tomorrow night. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an awesome time. I'm I'm very excited for it. We're gonna be uh, waking up early in the morning, hitting up that morning skate right away if they have one. Eh, hopefully they do. They should have one. <laughs> yeah, I hope they do. I mean, they should we'll still be back up. to back. Probably I mean, not, but they, you never know. I mean, they probably well, should no, have one. Um, but yeah, we'll be there for the morning skate. Uh, we'll be documenting everything on social media. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be a good, a great, great, great time, good opportunity. And then obviously we're going to be interviewing some, uh, some veterans as well. Um, as well as some players, uh, later on in the evening, doing a live podcast from the arena. And, uh, yeah, then the, also the jackets, they host, um, uh, a, a game, um, every, every time they do military night, they host a game called uh, rink of dreams between uh, military personnel and also former blue jackets alumni. And we're going to be the official social correspondents for that event. Very pumped for that. Um, we're going to have the Danny Smith following us around, uh, with, with, uh, camera and, uh, As she does. She's got to make it's me- actually all she does. I've heard. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's it. The camera is just. She actually just has one hand as a camera. Yeah. Like that's it. She doesn't actually yeah. have a hand. It's just. She a got camera. rid of it. Correct. And then she just put the camera on. Lopped it off and just installed <laughs> a camera. That's yeah. right. Tough. She's got. She's gonna make yeah. us. She's gonna make us look good. You're slipping into Macho Man again. <laughs> gonna make Ooh, us look yeah. good. I'm gonna wear all black because I'm gonna be on camera. I got. I got to try to look slim. You know. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, no, we're very pumped for it. Um, yeah, it was. It's. You know, kind of just happened out of the blue. Um, <laughs> and we rose to the occasion. <laughs> we rose. <laughs> Jesus out Christ. of our blue, we rose. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, the uh, Jackass contacted us, and they're like, hey, we want you boys to do this. We want you guys to be our social people for this night. And we said, yeah. We said, absolutely, hell. We said, yeah. Hell, yes. Yeah. We are here for it. We, uh, we love America. We love yeah. supporting our veterans, our military. And uh, we're we're very pumped for this opportunity, and uh, we're gonna have ourselves a good little good little time tomorrow. Oh we're, yeah, we gotta wake up early, boys. It's fine. Gotta it's wake right. up. We gotta wake up early. I'm ready for it. We I'm all got the days off work. I'm actually we're ready for it. In. It's a hockey day, <laughs> right? I got school. Oh. You suck. You'll be there. You'll be there. I know. Yeah. It's gonna take. It's gonna be a good time. Skipping we hope you guys can all join exam. us. <laughs> yeah, especially like first intermission. Join us at the cannon. We're gonna do a cannon meetup. If you want to, uh, you know, talk. Talk with us a little bit. If you listen to our podcast and want to, uh, you know, have a beer with us and uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll be hanging out. But, yeah, we'll be hanging out. We don't out. have to talk about the military. We can talk about life stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Tornadoes. Oh. Yeah. Tornadoes. Whatever about you want that, right? about. Yeah. I'm also designating each of you to have one beer for me each. Okay. I can do Since that. I will not be present for the game. Yeah. Oh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Real bummer. But, yeah. Thanks to the Columbus Blue Jackets and uh, you know their their team for uh, trusting us with uh, 
taking on this responsibility. We're very, uh, very excited and honored to uh, take on um, being there for the entire day. Entire day, boys. Lot, doing a podcast from the arena. Hell yeah. My voice just like. It's all right. What am I doing a podcast? Podcast. Hey, blue jackets. Sorry, my my balls. Sorry, you guys both did it. I had to as well. My balls. uh, Yes, yes. Just dropped. You ready to get social? Yeah, let's get social. That was our. That was our. That was our our big announcement. Yeah, yeah. The 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 bottom line, but news. Military appreciation night tomorrow night. We're doing it. We're going to be there. We're going to be your correspondents for the whole thing. Come see us at the first intermission at the cannon. Drink some beers with us. Yeah. We love our military. I heard we might be the starters for tomorrow night, too. And we're going to be on the ice and skating. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Marchenko, Chinnikov, and Voronkov are all going to be healthy scratches because we're skating for them. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and also, like, they're, so they're, they're giving us, like, actual credentials for the game, which, well, like, gets us good access. Sure. Yeah, everywhere. we're down there. Yeah. All I want to do is I just want to, you know, after the game, like, I'm going to go around the room here right now. Locker room showers... Uh, whose butt do you want to slap? <laughs> <laughs> he said you're how many beers deep? I was just curious. I was just like, if you're in the locker room. I can't really just... tell who has the most voluptuous caboose on the yeah. team because they don't really wear anything for All I'm fitting. saying is we're going to have access, boys. So like. It, Good Branson. Granted, like, you know, we're yeah, not. Yeah, I not, like that one. We're not on the ice, like, sweating, but, you know, we're going to be walking around the arena. So we, we <laughs> That's might as, the equivalent. So the we, we might as well take showers with the boys. So like, I want to. Who's whose ass are we slapping? Uh, yours. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'm getting Danny. I'm getting Johnny butt cheeks. <laughs> Johnny butt cheeks. I'm getting Johnny butt cheeks. You're slapping Danny's ass. Oh, you just have one. No, I want. <laughs> well, I want to see if she had an answer. She'll say you. All right, let's move on. Let's get social. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right, yeah, right. Hey, let's get and social. By you, yeah, all yeah. right. By the, you, and, she means Marchenko. And the Blue Jackets invited us to do that. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> all right, we're answering questions. Let's go. Let's all get right. social. First question from the Finn. Finish flag, finish flag, finish flag. At CBJ Finn, front of the pod. Number one question. What do you guys want our stadium jerseys colors to be? Not, the stadium series jersey colors to be not not Buckeyes purple and brown. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're going to do red jerseys with blue and white trim. I no, think it, I think it's it will be, be like a the pro- first reverse retro. It's not going to be red. We're playing the Red Wings, boys. This ain't ain't going to be red. Home game, baby. Red Wings are wearing white. Yes, Go, sir. Ah, I think we're I think uh, we're wearing a that's going to confuse red. too many people. It's I not want not the players white. on the ice. The I fans, want ice white. No. Ice white blue jacket. Ice. That's what we'll I do. I think an icy white blue jacket jersey would be kind of filthy. Yeah, it would be disgusting. I have one on Chell, and it's nasty. Ice white. All white. White helmet. White gloves. I think white jersey. White pants. It's nasty. What's your logo? The 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 the, the former the B the B with the ribbon B CBJ and the, the ribbon CBJ, CBJ oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. lime green hockey yeah, stick. On. It's yeah. gorgeous. Oh yeah, gorgeous. No. Run it. That logo, Loki, no. may not have been the prettiest, but it's so nostalgic. So I love I, that I logo. I will say prettiest. now, like, huh? it was the prettiest. You really think? No, 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 no. I just feel like I like it, but I feel like a consensus with that logo is a lot of people, people do are not idiots. like it. All right, people I are idiots. I'm with you. At the time, wasn't a big fan of the logo, the original one, the CBJ logo. Um, but now, like, like, I do appreciate it and I like it. And like, I look for things on eBay with like that retro logo on there. Like I'll wear it now, but I still don't want it to be our primary ever again. But like I, I would, I love wearing shit with the old CBJ logo on there. I love that logo. Um, but in terms of like for the for the stadium series, 
I don't I don't want if it's Buckeye related, I'm not even going to the game. Sorry. Like yeah, you shut will. up. You're going to the uh, game. No, I, I will. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jordan, we might like get field passes. You're coming to the game. <laughs> you're no, going to I, the game. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Uh, I, I would love to see like the actual like. For me, I don't want red. I think you know the blue's fine. I I would like to see like maybe a state of Ohio outline on like as a crest, and you know you put something in there. I don't know what. They should just use our logo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, they could. should just use our logo. <laughs> we got a couple options. Yeah, yeah we've got it. that. I have a file. I have a file on my external hard drive of all like archived of all of our old logos. It's all state of Ohio. They're amazing. We they're have. all great, and they're they're the retro as fuck at this point. Can I just yeah. say throw one gotta, of those on there? We gotta bring the old one back. Which one? That the first that, one. The OG with like looking down the barrel the ribbon. Oh yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the Blue Jackets logo. No, oh, ours. Hours. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. What was that one? It's, I'll show you later. I've got it on my, I'll show you. I got it on my freaking laptop. Freaking tight. The very first I was one. Too young, I was too young to listen to this podcast yeah. at that time. Yeah, you still are. You were 12. Fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, like, I I, I feel like uh, the the more canon, the better as well. I feel like we got to bring the canon I love a good canon. Don't don't also don't expect the cannon to be in the stadium. It'll if they, be if they bring it down on the that field though. Sick. That'd be fucking sick. They're, are you shit? They have. I'm expecting I mean, it. I feel like they're gonna bring it because that's such a staple of Absolutely like nationwide. Like the, like that's hey, such a cool thing. They're gonna jackets, find a way. My what I do for a living is ship expensive things across the country. So if you need help getting that cannon shipped from one side of the city to the other. Let me know. I, I think got all you. four of us should just push it. Well, I've got trucks. Let's have a I've par- got trucks. We should have a parade from Nationwide Arena to the horseshoe with the just just, just us pushing just it. The yeah, cannon. that would be sick. Do you have any idea how far that is? I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I don't know so shit straight about up, up High Street to Lane Avenue. Take you know how far it is from Nationwide Arena to Lane Avenue on High Street. I don't know shit about fuck. It's probably like two miles. <laughs> so much. <laughs> two miles is my guess, but. Dude, Kyle, come on. The cannon's going to be it there. It has to be, it's right? It's going to be there. The cannon's like, I'm not going to hold my breath. Oh, it's going to be there. What do you mean? <gasps> I mean, so here's it's going to be. It's going to be a focal point. Here's why. It's going to broad- be in the middle it's of the It's going to be a focal point of the, of the broadcast. They wanted so bad for the first announcement of this to be Boone Jenner in that video they did, right? Sure. But how many people leaked that shit? That it's just not organized enough. I don't think that they can actually organize enough to get the cannon from Nationwide Arena to the shoe. That makes no sense. It does make sense. Your point. It makes no sense. So much sense. I've, you're. I've completely. But I'll do it. Out. I'll do it myself. But I have a pallet jack. The cannon is. Going. All they need. All you need is a forklift. It's on a. It's on a pallet. All, all you have to do is get a forklift and lift it. It's going. The cannon's going. All right. I was just kidding about the last thing I said. Okay. Fair enough. I wasn't. <laughs> what was it? All right, next question. Let's go. Well, what? Oh, wait. The next question is yep. still from the Finn. It's the same same, same tweet. Uh, big changes, player trades or offseason, or just let the team get more chemistry together before next season, which we kind of talked about. But do you see any big changes coming, or do you think they kind of just let the team ride how they are right now? Oh, team ain't riding. <laughs> team no? Ain't, team ain't riding. Moves are going to be made. 100%. Big moves. You think there's gonna be? it's going to be a, a change of scenery come off season here? Oh, big Come time. trade deadline? Big time. Yeah. I'm not, I, like, I'm not, I don't have any specifics of what I'm thinking off the top of my head right now, but like the the current like structure of this team and dynamic of you know the players that we have right now, come next season, absolutely not. This team is going to be changed. Like we're going to get another general manager in here. Things are going to be shifted around. 
and some of your favorite players are not going to be a part of this team. Boom. Um, now, Boone's going to be a part of the team. Gaudreau's going to be a part of the team. Line A, maybe not. Um, but, no, like, this team is going to be restructured. I think we're, we're, we're in a good direction. We have some very good young talent, like like Marchenko and, and uh, 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 Voronkov and Chinnikov and, you know, Fantilli as well. Like, we have, we have a good young core, but, yeah, no, this team is going to – there's going to be moves made, boys. Like, this team ain't going to be the same. I don't foresee a general manager being hired here before the trade deadline on March 8th. No. So yeah. I don't think that a, a – a, I think J.D., which they've already said – the the team has already said JD will be the guy running the team through the trade deadline. Oh yeah, they've also said they're they're casting a very wide net to find yeah. a new general manager. I don't know the style of general manager that comes in. I think is going to mean a lot. It's hard to speculate on what the team's going to look like come this off season when we don't even know who the general manager could possibly be at this point. Yeah, because there has been no reports on anything. Oh, there's nothing. Yeah, no. JD is going to get us through the trade deadline, but I think moves that's will- concerning to me. JD is part of the regime yeah. with Yarmo where. Yarmo, Yarmo did a lot, did more good things than bad things, in my opinion. Way more good things than bad things for this team. But when it came down to it, at the end of it, there wasn't enough success in a time where there should have been more success, and that's why he got the can after 11 years, right? One playoff series win in that amount of time. But, but JD was a huge, JD was a huge part of all of that with the no success through eleven years. Sure, of that whole thing, JD hired Yarmo. No, I yeah, I know, but we also saw what happened once Yarmo got fired. JD made a move right away to get rid of one. Of was Yarmo. it JD or was it Josh Flynn? I mean, JD's involved. It was Yarmo. JD's involved in it, and he got rid of one of Yarmo's guys in Bimstrom. Like Yarmo was holding on to that motherfucker for some reason that I have no idea why. And within less than a week, Bimstrom was gone. So I think JD will make moves that will benefit this team in the long run. Yeah, I hope so. I'm not saying he's going to be. You know, I don't want. Him to, I don't want JD to be our GM. You know, long. Well, no, he's, he's but, he won't be. He's the but, president of hockey well, operations for he, sure. But like, come trade deadline, obviously, I think JD and you know, the front office, like Josh Flynn, they're going to make moves and shit's going to be done. I don't think you know the di- the dichotomy of this. I said that word wrong. No dichotomy. You said it right. Yeah, you said the word right. I think in the wrong context. Yes, but you said it. I was saying like the dichotomy of this team is going to shift drastically. Maybe, which I don't. Is that the right thing? Is it? It's the right thing right now with what they're doing in this rebuild because we were kind of deceived. I think that we were in in 2021 uh, when we drafted Kent Johnson, and we were told in Nationwide Arena by Yarmo himself that we are in a retool. And not a rebuild yeah, three years ago. Yarmo's not here anymore. Fuck. Yarmo. I understand that, but now we are, we are year three into a legitimate rebuild, which I think was deceptively accelerated by Johnny Goudreau. Yeah, we talked about that last. Episode. Right. So yeah. I I yeah. don't know that the right move right now is to change the entire structure of this no, team I, I, by I'm moving not. guys out of here that are don't necessarily need to be moved out of here. I'm not insinuating like we're moving like the whole damn thing. I'm just saying there's going to be pieces that are going to be moved that's going to change the structure of the team going forward. Right. For sure. Yeah, the changing the structure is changing yeah. the structure of what it is right now the right thing to do. Uh, yes. Well, so you you're thinking Roslovic and like two defensemen and probably Elvis. So like maybe four dudes. I I'll be completely fine with that. That's who's on the Okay. Yeah. 100%. I can see the goaltending change needs to happen. We need a number 1 goaltender and I, I yes. think it's Tarasov. 100%. I agree with that. I think moving Roslovic could be good or bad. It could go either way. He could go to another team and crush it 
Like yeah. when he came here from Winnipeg, remember how good he was oh, yeah. for the first couple months? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Yeah. So it it's hard to tell, but I, I don't know. I, I think that they will make moves because I think that's what they think needs to happen because of the trajectory of the team this season has not really gone on an upward trend, right, since last season. It hasn't. We're we're literally and they like, should be better on paper. <laughs> the injuries have not been there this season. That's, yeah, like right. We talked about a little last episode. Like we are literally on the same pace as last season, and the injuries are not even close to last season. Not even close. Wawrinski out for a long time, like, and Boone Jenner, two really key pieces to what they were doing, missed a lot of time. Sure, but and like, Line's been out pretty much the whole season at this point. Uh, yeah. So I mean, there are three key dudes that have not played a lot. Fantilli's now on week four. Of his week eight of his eight week injury, yeah. So like, there has been injuries, but not nearly as much as it was last season. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm just asking the question: Is it the right thing to do? Yes. To change the structure at the moment of what it is. Listen, no, I no, I I I truly believe it is the right thing to do. All what I'm saying is like we have sure there is great young talent, and there are pieces that are not going to be moved, and they shouldn't be moved. Players that I just I, I previously mentioned, but. Absolutely, things need to, to change somehow because there's no excuse for the fact that we supposedly improved our defense in the offseason. They did on paper, and we all saw that. And then it just hasn't. Yeah. And I think that goes down to coaching. We've it, talked about yeah, this. I think very well could be a yeah. big reason that Yarmo is not here anymore is because of the Babcock shit that happened yeah. at the, in the in the beginning of the season. Yeah. And now they're dealing with the coach that they didn't necessarily want in here because of the style of coaching that he has. Yeah. Assistant coaching, great. He's good for development, obviously. But as a head coach for veteran dudes, he's maybe not there, and I think that's what we're seeing right now. Yeah, it's, it's hard the to be... The coach that we wanted isn't there right now. I Yeah, and like, obviously, I'm not a coach in the National Hockey League, but you know... You're not? What? Since when? I could be. I really could be. But a, a, a rookie coach... Coming in and like you know coaching you know some the veterans that we do have and and like his style right off the bat may not have worked that well, um, but yeah I think yeah I don't know long story short yes moves will be made obviously we have a, a very decent group of young dudes young players that will stay here and and continue to develop but. I'm just on the side of like things are going to change because it's not working right now. It's not working now. Next now, if they were if they were ten games, one more ten games, you know, than they have already. Are you are you changing your opinion or is it? What'd you say? If they win, if they've won ten more games now than what they already have, if they have, you know, twenty more points than what they have now, are you changing that opinion? Which, Keep uh, the structure. Yeah. yeah, I would change it a little. Fair bit. enough. That's yeah. all. Sorry, Warren. Go ahead. Yeah. Next question. Uh, that one went on forever. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So next one. <laughs> comes from uh, Greaves Gunners at CBJ50 Robinson. Friend of, the, friend of the pod. Never met him, but they're friend of the... I mean, they, uh, they're cool. Friend of the pod. That's it. Never met him. Oh. It's been a year since Eric Robinson hat trick. Where does it rank in the most shocking moments in CBJ history? A Bimstrom Right hat-trick. behind Bimstrom. <laughs> hey! <laughs> We're on the same page right there. Uh, they, they've been tweeting, retweeting all day on uh, the, everybody's tweets from today last year of Bemstrom having his hat trick yeah. <laughs> it's been really funny to watch those all day a, bro- a broken clock is right twice a day mm-hmm. I don't think that applies here then what what happened to what happened to Sonny Milano then <laughs> I don't know but he has a chia what pet. happened to his clock he has a he has a whole chia it, pet it, the hands aren't even on it <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Kirby Reichel's clock 
Kirby Reichel came out, and as soon as Jarmo got fired, Kirby Reichel tweeted and then did deleted his tweet. Deleted it. We uh, talked about that, didn't we? What he said? No, we didn't. I don't think we actually talked we about it. We didn't when he was fired? When Jarmo got fired, was that when? There was something that was about. I thought I saw uh, something. Yeah, there was something before he got fired talking about, like. Oh, yeah. I can't remember right. who it yeah, was, yeah. but talking about, like, uh, rookies not being given the Yeah, tennis. I saw that and one. And he's like, whoop, I've experienced that before. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> but also, Kirby Reichel, like. He bounced from two teams, three teams, and is not in the league at all. But first round pick. I'm just yeah. saying, if you tweet something once, he was, Blue a, Jackets, he, he was a Yarma first round pick. If you tweet something, Tyler Mott, once, might as well. Double another down. one I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Mott though, he's he's done some good things. He's all right. All right, fair enough. Like he's he, like a four liner. If you tweet something, don't delete it. Double down. Be a man. Yeah. The most shocking moment <laughs> in Blue Jackets man. history, and I'm gonna beat a dead horse here, is not. Eric Robinson having a hat trick, which was a pleasant surprise, uh, is the Blue Jackets sweeping Tampa Bay in the 2019 season. Yeah, that is probably most the most shocking. The most shocking. shocking. I have that, what the fuck? Yeah, that was like still wild. like looking back on that. What? Yeah, we number have no two is business. Eric Robinson hat trick. <laughs> 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 yeah. Next question. Uh, from Gopnik Hockey Life. Gopnik. I love this dude. At Gopnik Hockey Life, friend of the pod. I want to meet him. In the last few seasons, the Jackets have been giving up goals at an alarming rate, all topping the previous franchise worst 276 goals in twenty in 2005 and 06 season with 297 last season. Nope. Two what? Years ago. Two, years ago. Yeah, two years ago. 21-22. Jesus, what is all these numbers? 329 last season. They just keep going up. Oh my and on Lord. pace for around 300 this season. That's a lot of goals allowed. Uh, do you feel like it? this is a quick fix by adding some youth and moving some pieces? Or is this a mess that the management's going to be cleaning up for a while? Was that like a three-paragraph question? It was. No, it was quick. It Look was just that. a lot of numbers. Jesus. So it was just a basically, lot of since 2019, they've been giving up more goals allowed per season yes. as the last season. So... Is that a quick fix? Is that a new goaltender, a few few new defensemen, which obviously has not happened this season? Yeah, I with mean, a few new defensemen, right? I think yeah, it's a quick that, fix. That'll yeah, that'll come like in time. It's not going to be an immediate fix, no. But like, also, that's just kind of the way of the league now. the The number of goals they have gone up per yeah. game yeah. in and you the mid two thousands is nowhere near. If you like, average it out like all of the two thousands. 2000 to 2010. I guarantee you it is yeah, but so much lower than it you can, is in the 20s. But all of those I mean, years were still last, right, in goals allowed. So yeah, that doesn't matter. Sure. So what's the matter of the trend? We are always last. We shouldn't yeah. be last. Well, I think it's just a matter. Yeah. Defense like, wins championships. I don't think it's a quick fix. Sure, it's not, it's, it's, it's not a factor of these last few years. It's a factor of the team for the generations. For I, the think, last, yeah. I think if you look across the league, there's – like what Warren is saying, it's higher scoring games in almost every. Sure, but we're still giving up more goals than everybody else in those high scoring games. So, it, like that doesn't matter because we're still on average by volume, we're still giving up more goals than everybody else. We're doing better every than season last year so far. They're thirtieth in goals allowed this season. It's bad. It's terrible. Bad. The defense and the goaltending is terrible. Last year it was they were thirty first. It has not gotten better, and yeah. it comes back to coaching. It does in the goaltending. I mean, Elvis is a. I, I think Elvis Burr's Lincolns could be a good goaltender somewhere else. Anywhere he's, else, he's almost. A, I think yeah. that he could be a great goaltender somewhere else, not in our division. But here... <laughs> well, yeah, because if he gets traded to another team, he's going to win the cup. Here, like, mentally, <laughs> like, 
in he, our in our division. He's not here mentally. He doesn't. No. I th- and I I I hesitate saying that because I think that some of these last couple games he has been here mentally. He's he's in it and he is really focused. He's keeping his emotions in check and I think he's learning from what has happened this season. But I think that moving him out of here and getting a new goaltending core in here now is the quick fix, I guess you could say, to the next thing. That besides a new a new coach. The coaching thing I think trumps everything this season. Yeah. With Babcock not being here and and Vincent being the coach, but other than that, I think it comes down to goaltending. Yeah. Yeah, the, the no, talent's like, there. Talent talent is It's young, but it's there, especially on defense. The defense is not young. That is that's a very good point. It's And not, the defense is what's young. like the worst part of the yeah. team right now. No it is. Like you have you got Z Provorov, like you got two very Gabranson, like you got some like very experienced veterans right there. And yeah, it's just the D the D's not there. Um but yeah, like even when it comes down to goaltending, I know I agree, Kyle. Like I even going back to the previous segment, I'm like Elvis is I don't, it comes back I to goaltending, right? I don't right? think he's it. Like, like goaltenders are. Like, I mean, I'm not faulting Elvis on everything that's gone bad this year, but at the same time, we've had this dude for how many years now, and nothing has changed. Nothing has changed at all. Like, we need to try something different. And to going back to his question there, like, yeah, like, some something's got to give. Something's got to go, right? Yeah, the the first step has happened. Yeah, with the armor. Bye. Next all, question. Yeah, I'm also not sold on Pascal at all. Did you have anything, Braden? I'm sorry. I just kind of, just kind of. No, I think I kind of said my piece. I was piggybacking off Warren. Fair enough. Yeah. Warren uh, gave me a piggyback ride. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> nice. Uh, next one comes from John Young at CBJ underscore Chef. Now that Jordan signed to an ECLC, what position is he playing? Left bench. Yeah. So the the announcement was that Jordan is signing an ELC <laughs> with the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fourth string left winger. What would you be on that? I don't even know. Actually, I don't sure. think you're quick enough to be a winger. You'd be defenseman. I could yeah. be. I could be Zach Rowinski. You'd be like one of the guys playing. that runs around with the pizza boxes and throws them at the intermissions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I wanna that. Be, I want to be. A, I want to be. Does the NHL have a scout team? <laughs> I want to be on the Probably. ice. No, <laughs> maybe. If they do, he's on that. <laughs> no, they don't because they're just like Mike Todd. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Mike Todd. Come do this for us. We don't need a no, scout team. See, I would be Elvis Burns Lincolns because... Um, Are you going to go poop halfway through the second yes, period? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I got to go, guys. Get a little overstimulated and yeah. freak out on everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. Overstimulated. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I would love to fight Tom Wilson just so he could, like, touch me. Jordan, oh, you get yeah. your ass kicked <laughs> in any fight. Man. Well, I know I would. I'm not saying I would win that fight. Oh, okay. We all would. I just love Tom Wilson. Nah. I drop, I drop gloves. I'm different. <laughs> There's that. So what position are you uh, playing? Left defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> left defenseman. Next question from Spongy at Hey Spongy. Friend of the, friend of the pod. Sure. I get, they ask a lot of questions. If yeah. you ask a lot of questions, you're friend of the pod. You're not a little, little boomer, though. Yeah, yeah we haven't met you yet. Uh, now that we have his brother... What's the likelihood that William Nylander comes to Columbus by next season? Zero percent. None. What did he just get? What did he just get paid? Like eight. By was eight, it eleven? Is was it eleven? I, I think, think you're so. right. It was like eight eighty eight years, eleven million a year. So yeah. we'd have to. Wow. If you move Line A and Elvis out, we can afford Willie. I think. <laughs> uh, 
Especially, I don't hate that trade. May, maybe not. Not a trade. Just cutting their asses. See oh. ya. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, like, you still you still have to pay Marchenko, and you still have to pay Kent Johnson, and you still have to pay Cole Sillinger. There's one more I'm forgetting. You still have to pay Chinnikov. Chinnikov, yeah. Those four need extensions before next season. So that shit ain't happening. Next question. <laughs> yeah, no Nylander is no, coming. No way. Sorry. No. Next one. Zero percent. Is it a zero percent chance? Zero percent. Zero percent. Also, Nylander does not want to play here. No. Yeah. No. no one in, what, no one in Toronto brother? wants to play with us. Maybe. Well, though, if anything, Wait, we'll trade Alex. To Toronto yeah, actually, for like a first round way pick. Way more likely. I think it's more likely Alex Nylander gets traded to Toronto for like, I could see us scamming them out of a first rounder, right? Toronto's kind of dumb. Yeah, and you're talking about like <laughs> yeah. you're talking about likelihood here. I mean, they they gave us a first rounder for Felino. I mean, come they on, did, we yeah. could we could move Nylander for, great. for a first rounder, right? Yeah. Next one from DB American flag and British flag. Where's Kate Middleton? At Barno Stormer. Uh, what's the best six section to get the freebies? Dot dot dot. Shirts, pizzas, gift cards. They're Upper bowl. Yeah. I was gonna really? go. You think? I was gonna go opposite. Lower I think, bowl. I think it's got to be lower bowl. The blue the, line. <laughs> so if you if you're if you're trying to catch the pizzas right or like the t-shirts, to me, they got to be thrown down. Oh no, you're totally right. So they gotta be thrown. You got totally right. You so gotta, you gotta turn around and they they throw them down. That's how you catch them back. The air cannons. Uh, yeah. The air cannons. One oh one oh four for sure. Right across is like one fifteen. Yeah. So one oh four one fifteen for air cannons, or like one hundred, like one oh one. Yeah. That's a good spot for that as well. I will say, whenever we had uh, season tickets in one oh six at the edge of our row, uh, whoever was sitting there had a chance to win like. A mortgage payment. Oh yeah, remember, or like remember, rent payment I, or something I like that. that. Like that's yeah. a pretty good deal. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It was, it was, get those it season was, tickets back. It was every game. It was every game in yeah. the last seat in our in our row. It, it was, was like, like towards the end of the second. I think it was like towards the end of the second period. They're like, if there's a goal, there's like a in goal, the last minute. Yep. Yep. Then you get a you get your mortgage paid for. No, but nobody ever won it. <laughs> I don't think it's <laughs> ever. We sat right next to those seats too. That <laughs> company paid a lot of money to be like, we're yeah. not paying them anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. To me, like anywhere in the lower bowl where they're throwing it down to you, down, down. Because you can, like, you know, you can, you can get a good judgment of where it's going to go, and you can like dive and you know kill a kid if get you wanted to. Punched in the face like Nick Schrader. Oh yeah, he did. Uh-huh. No, it was Nick that punched Ben. <laughs> yeah, for a pizza. For a pizza. by accident. There wasn't even a pizza in there. There's a coupon for a large free pizza. It's a joke. Yeah, they're gonna throw pizza boxes with actual pizzas in there. I, I wish. Wish, man. <laughs> It'd be amazing. It'd be a disaster. It'd be, oh. a, it'd be yeah, a mess. exactly. It'd be awesome to watch. It's like when they used to do the Chipotle burritos from the from the rafters. They drop them down with the parachutes. Everyone thought there was actual burrito in there. No, it's a fucking t-shirt. Okay, with if you thought there was an actual burrito in that, people like, thought you're there an were. Idiot. They they thought they were. Yeah. Also, if you actually thought there was a pizza in the pizza box, you're also an idiot. Correct. Hey, but what if there was? But there wasn't, <laughs> and there never would be. <laughs> what if there was? 
That'd be they have a, they have a they have a whole like lawyer team. It's called liability. <laughs> it just would never happen. Yeah. Legal S- team steaming hot cheese pizza. Please <laughs> throwing at people's faces. Yeah, give me a break. It, but it's, it's in the box. What if people are lactose intolerant? I mean, we could go down a whole rabbit hole here. If they're lactose intolerant, they should know better than to eat a cheese fucking. pizza. Well, what if you can't help it if somebody throws it at your face hole? You just have some fucking like. Itch, you're like, I see a pizza, I gotta I, eat it. If, like, I was, what? if I was lactos and toddler ants, I would do that. <laughs> if I was lacking toes and toddler ants, mm-hmm. I would eat a whole lot of pizza. Yeah, I would risk it. I got another question. I got, I got nothing. Okay, I got thank, nothing. Thank, thank God. Thanks We're done. for the question. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> We're done. Only oh. nine of them today. Good. All right, little boomers. We're done here. Oh, yeah, I should probably do something. Yeah, you should. Uh, He's just chilling, texting, <laughs> yeah, not producing a I got, podcast. I got motion, okay? I got shit going uh, on. Episode 275 is done. Hey, again, tomorrow we're going to be at Nationwide Arena all day with the team, having a good old time. Uh, we're going to also be doing a, uh, a special episode tomorrow from Nationwide Arena. And, uh, yeah, check us out. We'll be on all of our socials all day long. Blue Jack is going to be retweeting us, getting us involved in all that goodness there. So make sure to check us out for Military Appreciation Night tomorrow at the Nationwide Arena, the Sweet of the Swide. We love the little boomers. We will see you hopefully, tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow, especially at the Cannon. We'll see you at the Cannon or today if you're listening to this on Thursday yeah. morning because we're just or now finishing yesterday, recording. yesterday if you're listening on Friday. <laughs> yes. yes. We won't see you then. Well, yeah. hopefully we saw you yesterday. Yeah, or we saw you yesterday. Yeah. Or we see you today. Or if it, this is you're listening to this on a Saturday, we saw you a few days ago. Or if for some reason you're a week behind. Oh. <laughs> oh just end the episode. <laughs> Producer. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it cut off. I think pausing it, it just, like, right. Spay and neuter your producer. All just talking about that is a perfect ending for that.